0: Did you know that now a very large percentage of the American people actually want a border wall? In fact, it's a majority. Some 6 in 10 to believe believe there has to be something there in order to stop illegal immigration. Folks, you know, this is... (laughs) An idea that now the Biden administration is going to try to glom on at least with executive orders. I'm not talking about them building a border wall. But, folks, you know, this is very interesting to watch, isn't it, as we head into this election year and we see the administration begin to try to uh, take some steps, and at the very least in order to appear as though they are responding to what the American people really do want. And that, of course, has to do with security. Uh, the uh, This recent murder that happened is just, I think, galvanizing people. And no matter what side of the political party system you might be on, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, I think we can all agree, or if you're an independent, we can all agree that people that should not have gotten in into the country as they did you know this could have all been prevented and this is a, a very sad story and it's repeated Unfortunately, Folks, welcome to the program. Tuesday edition, of course, is here, is upon us, Kyle Warren, with you. Welcome as we begin to go across your radio dial, across America, in the overnight hours, the wee hours of the morning. And, uh, folks, we're glad uh, that you are there. We're glad to be here, 949-822-7959. That's the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this morning. If you'd like to opine, that number again, 949-822-7959. You can you can also head over to my home website of kylewarrenshow.com. dot com. That's Warrenshow dot com. If you'd like to send us a direct message, and you can do that anytime during the broadcast, and really any day or night. If uh, if you're hearing it uh, in some other way, maybe on the podcast, and uh, we love to hear from you. And by the way, we just heard from Richard the Marine from his vantage point on the central coast of Oregon this morning. Says, good morning, Mr. Kyle, 46 and cloudy. Have a break have a great broadcast tonight simplify Richard well yes thank you so much Richard we are going to endeavor to do so I appreciate that you know it's actually kind of chilly here as well it's been cloudy all day started raining a little but a little while earlier but it is really a light rain but as we head towards the weekend Southern California will again get a deluge of sorts it's not going to be an atmospheric river but it's going to be a cold storm we understand and it's going to dump a lot of water and we're already continuing to see some of those landslide issues uh that uh, unfortunately plague the southland when we get that kind of 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 water by the way we've got more water as of right now than we typically do for the whole year so it is really something else but thank you richard and folks again welcome to the program we have an awful lot to tell you about on the show this morning you know as i as i just mentioned yeah we'll we'll stick with this for a minute because you know we want to talk about rona mcdaniel uh We also want to talk about what happened, of course, uh, with uh, Donald Trump Jr. Hazmat unit had to go to his home. Uh, He received a death threat and some white powder, uh, we understand. And then we're also going to talk about some of the favorability now that Donald Trump is enjoying. Now, this is really going to be uh, very, very key because no matter what, even though we've got... You know, this this sort of this new sort of uh, tack, this policy of going out and lauding Joe Biden about how wonderfully wise he is. Uh, He's been around. He understands it. You know, they're trying to paint him into that into that picture, even though they're doing that. There is still a lot of rumbling going on within the Democrats about trying to replace Joe Biden on the ticket. Now. Personally, do I think that we need that they need to uh, uh, to uh, replace Joe Biden? You know, I I really don't think so. I think that, you know, he's kind of the one that's uh, to be beat at this point. Uh, And I do think if it's grudge match, it does uh, lend itself to a a much different kind of uh, presidential race. But what if they bring in Gavin Newsom? What if they do that? I I don't think that uh, it's going to make that big a difference. He is telegenic. He is, you know, younger and all these kinds of things, but Gavin Newsom comes with a whole host of problems. And that's why he's out there, you know, basically carrying the water for Joe Biden and uh, saying he's great. His age is an asset, as we mentioned on the program yesterday. And, uh, also, at the same time, uh, I saw a news report about Gavin Newsom earlier because there's a the, um, there's a group here in California that is pressing for yet another recall of Gavin Newsom, and of course, I think the statement that came back uh, in response to that uh, from the governor, his uh, team, basically, you know, well, we have to do serious things, and you know, I'm just paraphrasing here, you know, we have to do the the work for California, et cetera, et cetera, and. You have to get it in there somewhere and protect democracy, fight for democracy. And that's, you know, that's also part and parcel of the Democrat uh, campaign agenda, because they're not just running for president. Right. Joe Biden's not just running for president. He's running to save democracy. And they really do believe that they're going to create this dichotomy that everybody who's on the Democrat side with Joe Biden, well, they're, you know, they're fully for our, you know, our, quote, democracy. Of course, of course, we're a constitutional republic, but they're for democracy. But anybody who's not voting for Joe Biden, right? Shades of, remember what he told Charlemagne the God, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Those were his words, right? Well, it's the same kind of idea, you know. If if you're on the side of democracy, well, then you're obviously voting for Joe Biden. For, for Joe Biden, it's a no-brainer to vote for Joe Biden. But if you were to dare to vote, maybe uh, just not just for Donald Trump, but maybe anybody else, you might be against democracy itself. And so that's this is one of those things, folks, where you know because they got nothing. Because they can't really come out and say, here's our record. You are better off than you were four years ago. Things are looking up. We are safe. We are secure. They can't say that. So they invent this thing about fighting for democracy, etc., etc. Well, folks, when we come back, we'll tell you more about how people want a border wall and much, much more. Stay right there. Kyle Warren with you. Tuesday edition.
1: Gcnfood.com.
2: G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home.
0: And marches on everybody and um, you know it it, it kind of feels again like a Tuesday doesn't it um, I think I was on to this last week you know Tuesday is just kind of eh because <laughs> because well it's it's you know, we all know how Monday feels. Uh, we all know how Wednesday is. Wednesday, you know, is hump day, and so you're going to start heading towards the weekend at that point. It's downhill from there, but uh, for Tuesday, you know, and Thursday has a feel, because Thursday might as well just even be Friday at that point, right? <laughs> so, you know, you can kind of start getting in the Friday vibe. But, but Tuesday is just by itself, and it's just eh. And uh, somebody actually, I, I will find it here in a little bit. Uh, we did get a direct message, and it, uh, I, I want to give credit where credit is due, so I, I will find it. But I remember last week we got a message, I think almost as just, we were just getting ready to go off the air, as I recall. And um, uh, the message was, uh, Tuesday, it's not Monday. <laughs> and, I, and I thought to myself, well, well that's it. That, that is the redeeming quality of Tuesday, is that it's not Monday. Right. But it's not close enough to the weekend to, you know, start to see it on the horizon. But we're going to do our level best here, folks, even though it's Tuesday. See, part of our job, part of our fun of course, is taking you through the week of broadcasting here on the show. We're glad to do it. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you. As I said, 949-822-7959. That's 949-822-7959. That's the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program. You can also head over to my home website, kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message this morning. All right. So, yes, what we started with this morning, I still think, is pretty um, pretty relevant we just want to sort of um, uh flesh it out here this is actually from the daily mail a majority of americans want a border wall for the first time in history more than six in ten demand barrier with mexico uh which is not egypt uh by the way we just want to make sure that even though uh, joe biden seemingly uh moved mexico to egypt When he talked about the president of Mexico referring to the president of Egypt, uh, well, you know, we're just going to leave it at that. But at any rate, uh, more than 6 in 10 demand a barrier with Mexico. 80% say the migrant crisis is a, quote, serious problem. Uh, The Monmouth poll released on Monday... Shows that 53% of Americans now support building a wall on the southern border with Mexico. 46% still oppose it. Four years ago, in 2019, only 42% of Americans supported the idea. The poll shows that 86% of Republicans support a border wall, but also 58% of independents. Only 17% of Democrats support the idea. Well, no real surprise there. But here's, you know, I'll do a Joe Biden. Here's the deal, right? Here's the deal. Here's the thing. No joke. No joke. As I'm going to say, as Joe Biden, and that is, my friends, that this is no longer even close to being theoretical anymore. You know, even, you know, even with Donald Trump when he talked about immigration, when he came down the escalator and started the whole brouhaha about everything, right? But even, even then, people could say, well, it's really not that bad, or I haven't really seen it, you know, and even though we all knew it was demonstrably a huge issue, but it wasn't percolating the way, you know, perhaps that it, uh, that it should have. And uh, that's not fault of programs like this or other um, uh, radio shows or television programs that have been talking about this uh, in one way or another for a very long time, but... We now have so much empirical evidence. People see what's happening, not just on the news, because a lot of that is is filtered and to such a great degree, isn't it? Uh, especially with the liberal news media, uh, the majority of the of the news media, you know, seems to follow that bent. And so, what you see in so many times is essentially a filter, a filtered version of reality. But uh, people are getting the reality from people they know. They're, they're seeing it firsthand for themselves. Obviously, there's a lot going on on social media where people see videos of people coming across the Rio Grande or, or coming through the wall and, and this kind of thing. We learned much more about the human trafficking. We've learned much more about the mechanisms of how this is accomplished to get people across the border. We've seen the caravans, right, walking from South and Central America, essentially, uh, through Mexico. You know, it's hard to hide anymore, any of that stuff. So, again, it's no longer theoretical. And what's also cool is that you have the statements of Joe Biden Back in the day of the uh, of the election season for 2020, you know, promising that he wasn't going to build any more border wall. This it was almost as if if you were with Donald Trump and you liked the idea of a border wall, then you were you were some kind of ist or there was an ism happening. One was something like that. And it just was not allowed. So back to the article. The poll shows that 84 percent of voters see illegal immigration as a very serious or somewhat serious issue, a number that has grown significantly since 2019. The issue uh, polls 15 points higher among Democrats and independents as it did in 2019 and 14 points higher among Republicans. The issue of immigration has changed significantly since Trump first ran for office, just as I was just pointing out here. Sixty one percent of Americans now say that migrants seeking political asylum should be made to stay. We get this stay in Mexico while their claims are processed. Five years ago, 41 percent said they should be allowed to wait in America. The idea of a wall on the southern border is is an early campaign promise from former President Donald Trump during his first presidential campaign for president in 2015, and and an idea he began promoting on social media as early as 2014. Um, So again, Trump also teased the idea of a wall before he even ran uh, for president. Uh, But uh, there's something else I want to get to here. Biden ran in 2020 on the issue of stopping construction of Trump's of Trump's wall, right? It's the Trump's wall, right? It's not Hadrian's wall, but it is, in fact, Trump's wall. Uh, there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration, he vowed in a 2020 interview. But the Biden administration has since fast-tracked border wall construction projects as the issue of migration across the southern border has grown into a, altogether now, a crisis. That's right. So it's it's, it's an actual crisis, and it wasn't until just a little while ago, at least according to Alejandro Mayorkas and, <laughs> and Joe Biden, and i think joe biden called it a crisis now they all said oh my gosh now we we have to start kind of calling it a crisis but at the same time if they don't call it a crisis well then so many people uh, that they're courting for votes will simply say well they're completely out of touch they're absolutely trying to hoodwink us or they think we're so stupid that uh, they just keep giving us the messaging and we'll just say okay that's fine. Well, there's yeah, there's no crisis. Borders, border secure, borders closed. It's, it's no big deal. Borders closed. That's exactly what they want you to do. But obviously, this isn't happening. And so now, Donald Trump seems to be vindicated. I can't imagine. I mean, as I was saying, just just a few short years ago, if you were with Trump on the idea of getting a border wall. And yes, I know he said Mexico would pay for it. Uh, I know that he said that. Uh, that was always problematic uh, uh, to begin with. But at the same time, though, there are ways of diplomatically, you know, applying pressure to Mexico about this whole issue. And it does come from, you know, I think other sources, other ways of what you call maybe making it up on the back end or some such thing like that. But this whole Remain in Mexico policy, though, I think is the, the right start, because otherwise we continue to deal with this happening every single day. And I want to point out something very, very important here, and that is, and as this issue is morphed, right?, i think more and more people are are for this kind of thing but they're not a bunch of racists right they're not a bunch of phobes or uh, some other kind of thing well of course not but what they are is they're being incredibly practical and they also know something else my friends they also know something else They know that legal immigration should take precedence. They also know that that's where our our focus should be. But people just pouring over the border and into the country and into society, that's, that's not sustainable. Folks, stay right there. We are coming up to a short break, but when we come back, we've got much, much more. Kyle Warren with you, coming right back.
7: USA News Update. Former President Trump is seeking to overturn his $454 million civil fraud verdict in New York. His legal team submitted a notice of appeal Monday pointing to alleged judicial errors. The appeal disputes the ruling that Trump misrepresented his wealth to advance his real estate interests. A significant U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centers on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. On Sunday, a United States Air Force service member died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Video footage captured Aaron Bushnell declaring his refusal to be complicit in genocide, describing his actions as an extreme form of protest. John Schaefer, USA News.
0: the Tuesday edition, and you know, we found that message. The message actually was from Mr. K, who was listening on AM 930, The Answer in Sarasota, and he had written in last week and said, Tuesday, today's not Monday. I think that is a cool <laughs> It's a cool moniker for Tuesday, so yeah, well, you know why because because it's filled with hope, I'm going to tell you that much uh yeah I think I think it's a much better way of looking at Tuesday, but you know what, folks, so we look at Tuesday and we say it's going to be another great day of broadcasting. We appreciate you out there, uh, we appreciate the direct messages, we appreciate the telephone calls, we appreciate all the kind words, we appreciate uh again all the uh, all the response. And it really does mean the world. This is the best job in the world, my friends, and I do have you to thank for that. All right, so again, as we continue through this Tuesday, don't forget you can head over to my home website, kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. If you'd like to send us a direct message, by the way, just like Mr. K did regarding Tuesday. And uh, you can also give us a call this morning, 949-822-7959. That's the number to call, 949 822 7959 all right well I'll, um, I'll I'll tell you this uh, we've got a um, uh, Kevin O'Leary again is now he's been chiming in a lot. Kevin O'Leary mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank fame um you know i always appreciated his business insights and you know i think you learn a lot from listening to somebody like him you know even on a you know what's i, I guess it's a game show i mean ultimately uh you're vying to uh, to win a prize and that is to uh, have one of the sharks invest in your company but um you know if if you're into that kind of stuff and you listen carefully you know i think that they do uh you know uh, show some insight into why why they are sharks why why they are good at what they do why they're so successful and they have several different many different companies that they're involved in or have some stake in and they just continue to you know uh, to uh, multiply that success so when kevin o'leary was talking about this early on You know, I really started listening because I thought that, uh, you know, here's somebody who's I don't think and I'll just say this. You know, I I don't know that he is a huge fan of Donald Trump. That's not the impression I get. Uh, But but you see, one of these things about this election cycle, my friends, is that it's not so much about being, you know, a huge fan of Donald Trump in the strict sense, because what we're doing is we're seeing people. Coming to consensus about what's being done to Donald Trump, you know, how all this is being handled, what he represents, and the kinds of changes that need to be made from the Biden administration disaster that can help put us back on a better track. And you know, that track is not, you know, and and this is why I was saying earlier in the show, it's because the far left has nothing. So they have to go down this road of what this is about it's it's just like Hitler and well Mussolini's going to make the trains run on time and and they' they're just building up this sort of you know fascist um, you know uh, authoritarian thing and no that's really not true <laughs> it's re- i mean it's demonstrably not true, although Hillary Clinton will come along and say. Well, he says he wants to be dictator on day one. <laughs> We've been over that so many times, but they latch on to these phrases as if to as if to believe that as long as they keep saying it, there's going to be some people out there going, oh, man, I heard Hillary Clinton say uh, Donald Trump's going to be a dictator on day one. I better just uh, I'm just anti-Trump. That's that's fine. That's we do with no dictators in this country. Right. Unless they you know kind of come in the form in the guise of people like hillary clinton (laughs) you know people like the far left you know talk about wanting to have an authoritarian structure where you don't really have a say and they get to mandate things like go get your electric car and be happy and and uh, and don't complain and uh, and you know we're going to eat bugs and we're you know it's all you know we're it's all about doing better for Earth and this kind of thing it just goes on and on and you know here's and here's another thing because this really gets this really gets to me and that is you know we we should be good stewards right of our environment we should be good stewards right it's even commanded it's right there in the first book of the bible right be a good steward but what's happened is that you have people who want to essentially exert just control over you by saying well you can't have this you can't have that we've determined this is bad we've determined that is bad and so you're going to be, you know, having to make do. We're you're not really going to be able to uh, to stretch, and we're not going to have things be much better. Only because now we have to have this other thing because it's good for the planet, and if we say so, then it must be, and all that. So, so what they do is they they kind of appropriate and even in many ways pervert environmentalism, such that um, they are the sole keepers of that. Have you noticed that that's also? Now what's happening with "quote unquote" democracy? Do you know that they're the sole keepers of the flame of democracy, as we were talking about earlier in the program? So I mean, it all see it all just kind of goes together because it is it is a out and out control system, and we've seen this. You know, history is replete with these kinds of things. But anyway, let's get back to Kevin O'Leary, um, and this is from Fox Business, I believe. Uh, Investment guru Kevin O'Leary, otherwise known as Mr. Wonderful, by the way, was sharply critical Monday on Mornings with Maria over the potential seizure of former President Trump's assets should he fail to pay the nine-figure fine in his civil fraud case, calling it akin to a situation in places like Venezuela. The 2024 Republican frontrunner is currently on the hook for just over $354 million, which, as we know, is a lot more when, when all is said and done. Um, as a businessman, uh, investor, and, and, and O'Leary Ventures chairman, O'Leary said the move by the New York court has developers asking whether the fine penalty interest is commensurate with the act. Remember, there's no money lost. There's no victim here. So essentially, just under half a billion dollar fine for a situation where no monies were lost and and the harmed party, supposedly the banks, were fully paid back, said, we are wondering, does this make sense? Asking ourselves, how long will it take for the appellate court to bring down to to what a reasonable number might be? I have no idea what that is. New York Judge Arthur Engoren uh, ruled that Trump, of course, in defense, were liable for persistent and repeated fraud, falsifying business records, issuing false financial statements, conspiracy to falsify false financial statements. Okay, uh, wait, hold on, wait. Uh, conspiracy to falsify false financial statements. I falsified the false statement. I guess I, was it all false, and it was we made it more false? Maybe that's what that means. <laughs> insurance fraud, and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Uh, They're appealing the ruling, of course. Um, And um, so, at any rate, uh, Kevin O'Leary said investors are not putting any new money into projects in New York, adding he is very concerned about the next step of seizing assets. Capital comes to America because of the stability of the justice system, he said. This is not stable in terms of many people's eyes domestically and internationally seizing assets happens in venezuela it doesn't happen in new york so this is a little scary you know something else uh, kevin o'leary have been talking about here over the last several days was again this is every single real estate developer on planet earth they are all trying to show their assets in the best light possible they will dance back and forth with banks about how much they're really worth and how much maybe they're worth on the open market, or how much do you evaluate it to be worth for a, a collateral for a loan? This kind of thing. But you know, maybe just maybe somebody, you know, in Letitia James's office or something. Maybe they're sitting there thinking, you know what? Maybe he's right. Maybe all these developers are doing this. What if we? What if we prosecuted like a great many of them? like all at the same time and then slapped three hundred and fifty five million dollar fines on everybody all at the same time and maybe and they probably couldn't pay it back right away just what we could do then oh, we could start seizing those assets and we you know in other words i i hope nobody got some nefarious idea about that but i do appreciate what kevin o'leary's been talking about because he knows exactly what he's talking about and to tell you can't tell me you can't tell me that um, investors aren't already saying to themselves how do we now divest out of this place it's not worth it anymore it's not safe it's not it's not a good investment and that's what business people want is a good investment so you know this is just another blow literally to American greatness. This is, this is unacceptable. Folks, stay right there. Kyle Warren with you. We are coming right back. Don't go anywhere.
11: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock.
12: the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India, Dr. Bill's Nutriadine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriadine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriadine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com.
0: everybody we are racing through our number one here on the program I I can't explain it it again how why why it goes so quickly but it does And uh, we've reached the point of the program, of course, where we love to play a song uh, for all of our listeners uh, going across the wee hours of the morning all across America. And uh, we always have something that will keep you kind of going. You know, just you know, make sure that you're you're going through the overnight hours. And uh, if uh, you need a little uh, something to pump you up, well, here it is. (laughs) We're going to do it. Well, yesterday on the program, we got... Oh, by the way, folks, Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back to the show. And uh, it is the Tuesday edition. And yesterday on the program, We heard uh, from a listener on AM 930, and it was Lucy, and she had been in the hospital recently, and she uh, wrote in to tell us that she got released. She got released, I think, four days early, so that is really great news. And we were just really, really glad uh, to hear from her. She told me about how uh, her neighbors also were listening to the show and they were wondering, (laughs) quote, what took her so long to find the program and those kind of things. So we always love to get a message like that. And then as we went towards the uh, end of the program last night, we heard from driver Ron uh, in uh, Denver. And uh, he says he, he says uh, the other day you said great minds think alike. Well, they sure do. When you read that message from Lucy earlier this morning about her recovery, my first thought was that you should play some more Stevie Nicks for her. I, and he made some uh, some uh, good recommendations here, including Landslide, Rihanna, Edge of Seventeen, which I think we and Stand Back. I think we played Stand Back and and uh, Edge of Seventeen before. And I appreciate it so much, Ron. And uh, but he's also saying. Get well soon, Lucy. Of course, and that's what we're doing here as well. We got a great community building here. So, uh, so Lucy, you got people out there pulling for you. I know that that you do, uh, and uh, we sure appreciate uh, Ron's message uh, as well. Well, I will tell you what, let's uh, let's we we are going to play Stevie Nicks tune because I was telling Lucy yesterday. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely play some more Stevie Nicks this week. This is a pretty cool one. This comes from the album Rock a Little back in 1985, Stevie Nicks. Had- and the song called Talk to Me. Kind of a cool thing, right? It's a talk show. Yeah, see what I did there?
14: <laughs> I can see you're thinking about the same thing. Yes, I see your expression when the phone rings. We both know. There's something happening here There's no sense in dancing around the subject A wound gets worse when it's treated with neglect Well, don't turn now There's nothing here to fear get like this side hidden.
0: some Stevie Nicks this morning rocking us along. As only Stevie Nicks can do. And, you know, as an artist, I always thought that she was, and still is, obviously, very, very cool and and uh, very, very interesting. Something was happening, of course, with, with Fleetwood Mac, you know, back in the day. Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, I think, joined uh, together. They kind of came as a package deal, as I recall. And uh, the rest is kind of history, right? And uh, when you put those people together, right? Mick Fleetwood, Christine McVee, John McVee and then Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Um, it was just, you know, it was just it, something just happened. It's one of those things you you also can't explain. How did how did that how did that the the uh, you know the whole was so much greater than the sum of the parts there and and but also though I enjoy so much of the um, of the solo work. Uh, that they uh, that they all did as well, including this uh, Stevie Nicks talk to me. So Lucy, that goes out to you this morning. We sure appreciate it that uh, you let us know how you were doing and uh, and hopefully a little bit of Stevie Nicks. Uh, is going to keep you on uh, keep you on the journey there. Okay, so let's take a quick look at some of the weather, and then we're going to climb up to the top of the hour. And, uh, Roy, in Seminole, I, I got your message as well. I'm going to mention it right on the other side of the top of the news as well. So thank you so much for your message. Uh, and, folks, you've got to stay tuned. You, you're going to love you're going to love this message. <laughs> you really will. Uh, but uh, this from the National Weather Service heavy mountain snow with brief snow squalls across the northwestern U.S. tonight uh, through tonight into Tuesday. Okay, so in through uh, all day today now. Uh, moderate to heavy snow from North Dakota into northern Minnesota on Tuesday. And I think that's going to impact our good friends at GCN. They, of course, distribute the program out to our great AM and FM radio affiliates across the country. They work very hard for the show, and we appreciate them so very, very much. And many of you right now are likely listening to us. Uh, over a GCN station, or you are uh, listening to us over at GCNlive.com. So uh, hats off to GCN. Watch out for the snow. Uh, It looks like it's coming your way. Uh, Severe thunderstorms possible Tuesday evening uh, and night uh, from the Midwest to the Ohio Valley and Great Lakes. A uh, record warmth engulfing much of the midsection of the country will be drastically colder by Wednesday, with sub-zero wind chills across the northern plains and into the uh, into the Midwest. So that's right. There is a lot uh, a lot going on. Uh, in fact, this from Newsweek: a winter storm warning is in place. Uh, for parts of nine states as a strong winter storm is set to bring heavy snowfall to mountain regions of the northwest and central plains. National Weather Service issued alerts for Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada... New Mexico, Oregon, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming uh, warning of blowing snow and strong winds. In the latest forecast, the National Weather Service said the storm is expected to move across the northwest and into the northern Rockies on Monday uh, before heading into the central Rockies by Tuesday evening. Okay, so we're getting in through that time period here. Snow rates of one to two inches per hour are expected over the Oregon Cascades and northern Rockies uh, again on Monday. So this has all been occurring uh, before spreading into the Great Basin and Central Rockies Tuesday. These snow rates combined with winds gusting 50 to 65 miles an hour will produce near blizzard conditions with significantly reduced visibility and snow-covered roads leading to dangerous travel. So, yes, do be careful. And if you're out there on the road, uh, if you're driving your big rig or whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, yeah, be sure to be careful. That is for sure. Uh, The weather agency also predicts significant snow accumulations across the region with totals of more than two feet in the Cascades through Tuesday and local amounts reaching as high as four feet. Snow is also expected to settle in valleys. Uh, In west central Washington and Oregon... Up to 20 inches of snow is predicted across the Cascades, with two feet at elevations above 2,000 feet and wind gusts of up to 50 miles per hour. Up to 18 inches of snow and winds reaching 60 miles an hour are expected across mountain regions of Idaho. Uh, Wintry conditions will continue into western Montana, where up to two feet of snow and strong winds will create areas of blowing and drifting snow while wind chills could reach minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit. So you kind of get the picture, folks. Be very, very careful out there. Hunker down, batten down the hatches, whatever you need to do. But, folks, when we come back, we're climbing up to the top of the hour, and when we come back, we got a lot more to tell you about as we begin hour number two. So get some snacks and coffee, whatever, whatever you need for that, and we will come right back. Kyle Warren with you. Hour number one, now in the books.
15: Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues... The medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there.
0: The effort of the uh, Democrat party elite the far left to try to you know continue to portray Donald Trump as someone who is out there to steal our democracy his favorability rating has now gone to the highest it's been since 2022 folks now you know you tell me how how is this strategy working Well, they know that it isn't working. This is why they're doing things like saying, well, we're going to issue these things about the border. Even though Biden said he can't do anything, we just figured out maybe he can do something. But what he will do looks an awful lot like what Donald Trump. Had already done. You know, this this has really got to be just frustrating to them, folks. They have to play a part. They have to play a role until, you know, they get through this election. But I do believe, folks, that they're starting to really believe that they're going to have a real problem. Because this is turning into grudge match 24. And to, to a great degree, to some degree, I think they were hoping for that because they thought it was going to be another slam dunk, but now, because a lot of the attitudes are changing about what's happening in the country and in the world, uh, people not just the way they look at Joe Biden and the issues that he's having, but the results of these actions, the results of these policies, the results that are literally keeping us literally on the brink of World War Three. Uh, problems in the economy, and so on and so forth. So we're going to tell you more about that as we head into hour number two of the broadcast. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you this morning, of course, 949 822-7959. That's the number to call. If you'd like to be part of the program this morning, you can also head over to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. If you'd like to send us a direct message this morning. And as I mentioned, right before we're starting to climb up to the top of the hour, uh, Roy in uh, Seminole, Florida, sent us a direct message. He says, Kyle, love your show as usual. Thank you, Roy. I really appreciate that very, very much indeed. Uh, He says, I think they should impeach that. What? Yeah, get this, folks. He says, I think they should impeach Gavin Newsom and have you be the governor of California. Well, there it is. (laughs) Well, I I am very flattered, and I'm very (laughs) – I I really appreciate that so very much. I don't know. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's kind of like being president at this point. Uh, You know, there's so many problems, but I hear what you're saying. And uh, I do think, though, that if California could make a change, it really should. Maybe it's starting to percolate a little bit more uh, through, uh, through people that live here in California. And, you know, there's a lot of people that um, That are conservative, you know I know it's hard to believe, but um, I know many, many people who are who are conservative and have very conservative values and and so forth, and a lot of people think, well, what are they still doing in California? Well, sometimes easier said than done, but there's still there's still a, a remnant as it were and uh, but also of course, you've got Steve Garvey by the way, he's running for uh, Senate. And they're trying to attack him, especially Adam Schiff, is trying to attack, um, you know, via commercials, this kind of thing. Did you know? Did you know that Steve Garvey? You know, of course he's a he's the former uh, Dodger uh, back in the uh, back in the day. He was uh, uh, just an amazing uh, baseball player. I think he was first baseman, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he could really hit too, and he had. Um, he had these really, really big forearms and he'd, he'd swing the bat and he would just knock it, you know, out of the park, basically. Um, but Steve Garvey, uh, you know, was a stand up guy and everything. And, and uh, so he's running on the Republican side. Well, Adam Schiff, who also wants to be senator now, by the way, you know, they keep running these commercials saying, did you know, did you know that Steve Garvey, Steve Garvey voted for Donald Trump twice? Steve Garvey is too conservative for california that's actually what they're going with that's what they're saying that's what you know the the announcer guy right you know steve garvey he's too conservative for california well you know maybe that's a good thing at this point i think more people out there if they were really given the opportunity they would say yeah that's actually not a bad idea because look at what's happening in california California is a very, very kind of. um, I don't want to say. Well, it is strange. I mean, I I could say that, right? It's pretty strange, but it's a a very strange situation because of the the very different aspects of California. Uh, From Southern California to the Central Valley, uh, you know, with the agriculture and so forth, uh, you've got the high deserts as well. Uh, Then you've also got Northern California, which is very different. And so a lot of people think that California is fundamentally ungovernable, if I can say that three times fast, right? And there have been, you know... Uh, movements in the past to say, well, you should split California into two separate sections. You know, this northern and southern California, because that's how people kind of refer to it anyway. But um, getting uh, getting back to my to my point. Yeah, I, I appreciate the uh, <laughs> I appreciate the message, Roy. I don't know. I mean, you know, stranger things have happened, but I know what California needs. You know, you know, Larry Elder would have made a great governor as well. And he was sort of leading the charge right on the recall uh, and became the the nominee and everything and and uh, he was going to I, I think I think he could have done a great job by the way maybe one day that'll that will that really will happen as I mentioned in hour number one there is a movement afoot to try to uh, uh, to get uh, Gavin uh, Newsom recalled again uh, he did uh, he did beat it by about twenty points in the last this last go round. But nevertheless, Gavin Newsom's under a very different microscope these days than he ever was. It's not just about being a success story, quote unquote, in California, because he's not really a success story. But he could be seen as that if he wasn't running for president. And by that, I mean there just wasn't that much light on him at that point there wasn't that much interest in him overall but now when he's looked at as somebody who could be the replacement on the ticket well that would bring everything else back into focus in california and it wouldn't be to his great advantage now would it and by the way folks um, some polls believe that somebody else should actually take the place of joe biden we'll talk about that much much more on the other side of the break kyle warren with you stay right there because We are coming right back, I promise, on this Tuesday edition.
11: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock.
10: February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly sixty nine ninety five plus shipping and handling for a two month supply. In February, Extendivite is only fifty seven fifty for a two month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle.
0: edition continues at warp speed everybody well yeah I think it's probably warp 7 at least you know 7.5, Seven point five. You know, we're really we're just we're just uh, screaming through the cosmos uh, here on this program this morning, folks. And Kyle Warren with you, of course. Welcome back, and we hope that you have a great morning. That's going on right now. Uh, we hope that you got a great day ahead of you. And it's our job and it's our privilege to be with you uh, throughout the wee hours of the morning. Nine four nine eight two two seventy nine fifty nine. That's the number to call if you like to be part of the program. And I tell you what, let's head right over to the telephone lines. We got the lines lighten up uh this hour uh, let's start with aaron listening in denver colorado on the mighty 710 knus good morning aaron
17: hey good morning there professor father uh hopefully the uh since are going at warp speed hopefully those crystals uh don't burn out that's right and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so let's hope those crystals don't burn out and and the thing is what do you thought what
0: Well, that's a really good question. Yeah, I've been following that a little bit. Uh, it certainly is very, very interesting because, again, what it's doing is it's, as far as I can tell, because what we're talking about are fertilized eggs that are actual embryos. They're just in a frozen state. So if you were to destroy them, are you now destroying a fertilized, uh, you know, an, an actual embryonic human being? That's a very good, very good, interesting uh, uh, issue.
17: Well, I, well, well, well. I think I, I think the Supreme Court in Alabama is is stupid, like being on steroids. I mean, you deal with the far we, we there's a uh, the the Supreme Court in Alabama is the far right. Here in my beautiful state of Colorado, of course, I have a Colorado sprinkle on the far left. Right. You know uh, who made it. Terrible decision trying to keep Trump off the Colorado ballot, even though Trump, uh, when he was running for president, didn't win the state. And then he tried to run again, and then he tried to get for He didn't win the state, trying to get again. So, I mean, the decision was just ridiculous. It was stupid, like being on steroids. <laughs> and, and, and then you got the Alabama decision, the far-right, far uh, Bible, hardcore, uh, so-called religious, um, smoking the Jesus weed, Bible thumpers, uh, uh, making this crazy decision. So, I mean, and most Americans, when it comes to abortion, are, are in the middle. So, you know, it's just a crazy, it's just, uh, you got the crazy decision on the far right, crazy decision here in my state on the far left, which is nuts. And then, uh, and I have a question for you. Another question for, uh, Mr. Sure. Uh, 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 where, uh, uh, has Michael Moore, uh, the big fat piece of ass, uh, Job hunt looking uh, looking uh, uh, moron, has he? Uh, has he? Uh, did he move? Did he move to Cuba, Professor Politics?
0: Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, yeah. Uh,
17: Professor Politics, did, did Michael Moore? Did he move to Venezuela, uh, Professor Politics? <laughs> I don't think did so. He, has he moved to Venezuela? So so so. And I'm only bringing this up because. A young lady in Georgia got killed by an illegal alien from mm-hmm. Venezuela. That's right. So, you know, I mean, who had no business being in the country, period. So, you know, Michael Moore, of course, is uh, propping up the uh, uh, the so called great health care system uh, in Cuba when Fidel Castro was alive. All this, of course, he's uh, anti capitalism, uh, 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 all this. Uh, Marxism comes socialism, and, and yet he's still living in, in America, Professor Paul. He's still living here.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know why it's not it's not bad enough for him yet to uh, to vacate. Evidently, yeah, yeah. Because when when Trump won
17: when Trump won the White House, uh, aren't they weren't they all supposed to leave the country?
0: Well, that's right. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, that's it. I'm out of here. If Trump yeah. wins, yeah, but they never yeah, left. Yeah, Trump
17: wins, and he, he, he supposed to be out of this So why didn't he leave, Professor Potter? Can, can you ask me that
0: question? <laughs> because it's all it's all just a lot of blustering and talk. It's it, and it's a lot of that's for the consumption of their own sort of uh, you know political compatriots. Yeah, yeah, we're going to leave. We hate this place now. America's bad, you know, but it, it's not bad enough for them to leave. And they certainly don't want to go to Venezuela for goodness sakes in their minds. Wait a minute.
17: Wait a minute. The, the, the so called highly we're popping them. Who who got said, said yes? Uh, saying that, oh, man, Venezuela's great, it's awesome. Got a great leader here confiscating property stuff, stealing stuff, confiscating everybody's stuff, doing great. And I know who they are. I mean, I've seen them pop up here. Well, yep. What's going on, Professor Paul? <laughs> or or maybe, maybe I'm just a nut and going crazy <laughs> no, in America.
0: No, I don't think so. And But as, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, you know, they're starting to seize, at least try to seize property in New York now, so maybe that'll make them happier. People like Michael well, Moore. Well, you know what I
17: mean? <laughs> you got the Attorney General down there. I mean, hell, you even got the Attorney General in cahoots with the, with the governor there. I guess they're trying to be versions of Fidel Castro or be versions of Hugo Sánchez, Professor Bob. Ma- I mean, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable, Professor Bob. <laughs> I'm right
7: anyway, there with Professor
17: you. Pottick, But anyway, Professor Bob, as always, it's been a pleasure.
0: Adios. Adios. Take care. Aaron and Denver, everybody. We appreciate Aaron very, very much. And uh, yeah, that's uh, it is a really great question. All those all those people say, that's it. That's it. You know, at the end or if the Supreme Court does this and such. Well, I'm out of the country and, and you know, come on. And then they never put their money where their mouth is. They're never really going to leave line two, we got Tony in Tampa giving us a call this morning. Good morning, Tony. Tony, good to talk to you again. Hey.
17: Hey Kyle, what's happening, my man? You, Kyle, you got to play more Motown, man. Motown was the greatest music ever produced. Um, let me just say this: Nikki Haley, that chick can rap, man. She can really talk. She would kill Biden by a big, a, a, a large percentage. It's not, it's not that I don't like Trump; I do, but I don't think there's a Democrat that could beat Nikki Haley because of her ability to talk, uh, her ability to express herself. She comes across really good, man. And that's not to say that I don't like Trump. I really do like Trump, mm-hmm. but he might have a hard time down the down the uh, down the course because of his. Uh, he's got a lot of baggage, man. The Dude's got a lot of baggage. That brother got a lot of baggage, man. And uh, it might not work good uh, over the uh, over the course of time. Besides, seventy five percent of the American people don't want a president in their seventies.
0: That's right. This is a concern. And, uh, and you know, Donald Trump, you know, as you said, I mean, there are some people who just don't want to vote for him. But there's a lot of concern in the base with Nikki Haley, as I understand, because of some of the support and some of the money and this kind of stuff. But uh it's uh it's you know going to be a, uh it's never going to be easy for Donald Trump to win because i think we'd see much much different in the national polling but it's not impossible but it is kind of a very very strange situation and uh the, the, there doesn't seem to be any path for her at this point to ever get the nomination so what what do you think do you think she might go in with uh RFK Jr and uh, uh and see if yeah. they could do a no labels or something
17: that, that 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 situation is uh, you know, I, would, I wouldn't deal. You know that's not going to happen. If it happens, it's not going to go down. It's not going to work. She she uh, she would have to be the nominee um, again because she has a, a tremendous ability to talk. And like, who cares about uh, her? Uh, I, you know what it is, Kyle. I want to win, man. Yeah, I want to win. Yeah, I want to <laughs> put somebody in there who's going to win. And I love Trump, but the seventy—he's going to be seventy-nine. And 75% of the American people don't want a president in their 70s. And you get got a lot of young people that would vote for uh, Nikki Haley. I like her for that reason because, again, she can rap, man. That chick can talk. She <laughs> don't, and she knows what she's saying. And, again, mm-hmm. you know what it is? The big factor is this. Let's win. Let's get rid of these Democrats. I don't care who they are. Biden. Uh, the other, whoever they put in there, let's get them the hell out of here, man. Before, you know, they're destroying the country.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, there's something has to change. We can't do another four years of this. You know, there's there's got to be some kind of intervention, you know, for the United States at this point, because we can't keep going with the the direction these uh, policymakers behind the Biden administration are taking us.
17: Yeah, you know, uh, it's like changing quarterbacks. you got to put a quarterback in there who can win. And I think that's Nikki Haley, man, as much as I like Trump.
0: Uh, Kyle,
17: thank you very much, man, and take care, brother.
0: Hey, you too. Tony in Tampa, we appreciate the call. And, uh, yeah, I know that there's a lot of concern about Nikki Haley uh, among uh, much of the conservative base. And uh, it seems to have been playing out here, but there is this issue of the of the national uh, the uh, general election. But here's the deal: we we've, we've got to make that case. We've got to make that case that four more years is not is not just destructive, but it's ultimately going to change the way we live forever if we don't have a good result. Folks, stay right there. We are coming right back, Kyle Warren, with you. Great calls.
7: A News Update. A significant U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centers on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida, which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. Authorities are reporting that the individual accused in the killing of a University of Georgia student is an illegal immigrant with a prior criminal record. Jose Ibarro was apprehended in connection with the homicide of 22-year-old Lakin Riley, whose remains were found last week in a wooded area near the university. A significant weather system is moving across the United States. Snowfall expected in the Mountain West, while the plains face the risk of fires. Additionally, the Midwest may experience thunderstorms. This marks the onset of the first of two storm systems expected to affect the country in the coming week. John Schaefer, USA News.
19: Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL90.
5: Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the mineral doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur Dex for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422.
0: a larger contingent now of Democrats who do want to see somebody else on the ticket other than Joe Biden. And uh, it's not really Gavin Newsom who they want Although I'm sure Gavin Newsom might think to himself, well, why? What's wrong with me? Why, why shouldn't it be me? But uh, at, any, at any rate, folks, welcome back. Of course, Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be uh, with you this morning as we continue across the wee hours of the morning, moving at warp speed, uh, ever-increasing. And I appreciate what Aaron in Denver said. Hopefully the crystals don't burn out. Well, that's right. Those dilithium crystals, uh, you know, <laughs> they've, they've got to hold up. They, You know, because we're giving it all she's got here. That's exactly what's happening. All right. Uh, but as I was just mentioning, and... Uh, you know who you know who who would it be to take over for joe biden but i just don't know if they're going to change horses in midstream yet because it seems to me that where they're honing in on barring some other thing you know uh you know some kind of illness or this kind of thing that uh, um they're sticking with joe biden this is why they now are rehabilitating joe biden that he is um wise and he's you know experienced and you know he's been around forever so only he knows how to navigate these things if you notice what he's done in Ukraine right you've noticed what he's doing in the Middle East you know you've noticed what he's doing with China you've noticed what he's doing with with immigration and I'm not talking about what they say they're going to do with immigration but what he's done up to this point with immigration he has had some and this is the ones we know about, According to DHS, 7.2 million people have come across the border under the Joe Biden watch. And that's not an accomplishment uh, that you want to uh, to write home about. And that's why, my friends, as I said earlier in the show, it's no, no longer theoretical. You know, is is illegal immigration ultimately damaging and bad? Everybody knows that now. And even the Democrats are trying to say, say, well, look, you know, we're going to do these something. we gonna do some of these things and we're going to try to make it look like, you know, it's OK. You know, we're, we, we get it now, you know. But then uh, day one, you know, you know, they love to say Donald Trump could be a dictator on day one. Well, guess what happens day one if Joe Biden gets reelected day one? All that goes out the window. You will never hear about it again. To be, you know, to you know, to be reversed. Or we're going to try to, you know, remain in Mexico and all this kind of stuff. You will never ever hear about that again. It will not be discussed. It will be a forbidden subject. Is you know, I think that's where it would be. But this from the New York Post: Nearly half of Dems want to boot Biden off the ticket. Guess who they want to put there? You guessed it. Michelle Obama. About 48% of Democrat voters polled say they approve of the party finding another candidate to replace Joe Biden. Compared to 38% who disapprove, according to Rasmussen reports released on Monday. But only 33% of Democrats believe a ballot shakeup is likely to happen. Uh, pollster found little consensus among likely Democrat voters as to who should replace Biden, 81, in the ballot uh, this fall, even if he doesn't seek re-election. But Obama, that is Michelle Obama, led the group, receiving 20% support among a list of options that also included Vice President Kamala Harris, <laughs> former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Uh, i got to collect my thoughts here, folks. Uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, none of the above and not sure. Okay, so Michelle Obama got uh, 20%. Most Democrats, 27%, selected none of the above. So that's actually, it's a little bit encouraging, isn't it, folks? It's a little bit encouraging. Okay, none of the above. (laughs) Somebody else. (laughs) Any <laughs> you know, anybody else oh please but actually at the same time if it was hillary clinton to some degree okay bring it on you know why she's a terrible horrible candidate you know not just about her policies or you know what she would do to us you know uh but uh but she's just a horrible campaigner all that was on display in 2016 and you know why well, number one, she's a terrible campaigner. And I don't I know I just I just call it like I see it. She's just terrible. But at the same time, she was also entitled, right? This was it. She was going to become president. It was her turn to become president, and this is what it was going to be. And come hell or high water, on that November day in twenty twenty, she was gonna go give her speech. That was it. I don't think they had another one. I think they had just that one. You know, I'm just speculating. I don't I mean, I know everybody has to write a has to write two speeches more or less in the game of politics. But I don't think Hillary Clinton really had a second speech for real. You know, I think they had to I think they were so stunned, you know, that uh, they had to come up with something. But uh, uh, coming in behind the former first lady was the vice president. Fifteen percent of Democrats indicated they would back Kamala Harris jumping to the top of the ticket. Um, Twelve percent of Democrats said they would like they would like to see a possible rematch of the 2016 presidential election backing Clinton. Seventy six who's 76 years old uh, to replace Biden. Newsom, who's 56, who has already been accused of running a shadow campaign. No, no, he's not running a shadow campaign for president. No, it can't be. It just it just can't be. How is it possible that (laughs) he would be doing that? Um, Just in case Biden has to exit the contest for health reasons, he received 11 percent support. So. Gavin Newsom, who has been touted for a long time now as almost the inevitable replacement, is actually being beaten. I mean, these are very small percentage numbers, by the way, to begin with. These aren't, you know, large consensus numbers, but they're just, you know, the little bit of a horse race there. That's And that's all it is at this point. But he's being bested by Michelle Obama. And uh, again, because it's the idea. Of Michelle Obama it's the name recognition of Michelle Obama and um, you know I think that they are very very serious about something like that but also what's very interesting too is that it's not about Kamala Harris and um, Kamala Harris should probably just be hopping mad about this at this point you know she could say look look what I've, I've gone through all this I've, you know I'm and, and, they, and they don't want me to be the standard bearer I'm the vice president for goodness sakes So it doesn't always track that the vice president would be the heir apparent. Typically, that's what it's kind of become in modern-day politics, right? Uh, With, uh, you know, I'm going to, especially going back to in the Reagan years, you know, George H.W. Bush, you know, was eventually the heir apparent for that and got elected. Turned out to be a one-termer, but got elected because I think on on the coattails of Ronald Reagan, Let's continue. Remember, stay the course. You know, that got a thousand points of light. Stay the course. And then, of course, read my lips. That was that. And there was also a disconnect, by the way. The read my lips thing was a very important component of all all that, of of George H.W. But also, there was a disconnect between him and the people, in terms of what was happening in the economy, that's where you had um, James Carville come in, and it was brilliant at that time. It's the economy, stupid. You had a charismatic candidate in Bill Clinton, and people said, "Okay, you know, even the <laughs> I don't want to get started on Clinton, but you know, I feel your pain," and this kind of thing was able to resonate. And it might not have resonated so well if H.W. hadn't been so kind of disconnected. How much are eggs? How much is milk? This kind of thing. And so I think that was very damaging. Plus, the read my lips, no new taxes was unrecoverable. As they say, well, speaking about being unrecoverable, Republican National Committee RNC chairwoman Rona McDaniel announced Monday she will leave her post on March 8th, thus drawing to a close seven years. Uh, The helm of the GOP, McDaniel, uh, in the midst of her fourth two-year term, said she would vacate the role um, at the party's spring training meeting in Houston, Texas, so as to, quote, allow our nominee to select a chair of their choosing. And, of course, she means Donald Trump. Uh, It has been the honor and privilege of my life to serve the Republican National Committee for seven years. I've decided to step aside at our spring training on March 8th in Houston to allow our nominee to select the chair of their choosing. Uh, Likely Republican 2024 candidate, former President Trump endorsed current North Carolina GOP chair and RNC general counsel Michael Watley in early February to replace mcdaniel as the new chair of the rnc well there is something to all this in terms you have to have a unified message a unified purpose and you have to have you know a a unified uh, front to all of this that's the only way that you have a ghost of a chance of of winning in november it will be an uphill slog That's just the reality of it. But maybe this makes it a little bit better. Folks, stay right there. Kyle Warren with you. We're coming right back. We've got another great song. Don't go anywhere.
20: It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com.
13: Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare.
12: When I was a kid, I wanted to be just like Cal Ripken. It's definitely humbling to know that now people are calling me a hero. Instead of finding the IED with my metal detector, the IED found me first, and that resulted in double above knee amputations. It's hard to describe the feeling of meeting somebody that you've always wanted to be like. There are people now that are looking up to you for their inspiration and to be their role model. Visit saluteheroes.org to learn more
19: start
16: off with two words. Made in America. You're listening
0: to Kyle Warren. All right, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with it you. See it is the Tuesday edition, and we are racing along and rocking along. Big we have a lot more to tell you about and talk about as we go across the overnight hours the wee hours of the morning across america uh, especially if you're listening to us on the gcn network and once again we appreciate them very much they do, they distribute the program out to our great am and fm radio affiliates and we appreciate them they work very hard for the show and uh, uh we're glad that they're there we're glad that you're there and uh, we're glad to be on the air wherever you are and uh, and we have another great song here for you. Kyle Warren with you, by the way. Uh, we're going to climb up here to the top of the hour here in just a few minutes. But before we do that, we've got a great song. And also we're going to send another one out to Lucy. Who's out of the hospital now, and we heard from her yesterday. Very, very happy about that. We've got another great, uh, this is a Fleetwood Mac song, but it's Stevie Nicks on the lead. So I think it's kind of uh, still pretty cool. We get to hear all of the Fleetwood Mac uh, uh, folks there, and of course, the late, great uh, Christine McVee. Uh, as well. Uh, very sad. Uh, what a great loss uh, that was uh, with Christine McVee. And uh, then we're going to be talking with Denise Simon from founderscode.com here in just a few minutes. We're packing it into this segment, everybody. So let's go ahead and get started with a great song to keep you moving through the morning here. This again is a Fleetwood Mac song. It's called Seven Wonders. Mac Seven Wonders, how cool is that? That's uh, back from 1987. Everybody, Tango in the Night is the album, and um, again, Fleetwood Mac. You know, it's when when you put artists like this together, they again, the 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 whole is greater than the sum of the parts, right? That they, they something happens in terms of what they're all contributing, whether it's McFleetwood uh, and his very interesting, you know, drum playing style. Uh you could say the same thing about Lindsey Buckingham, right? And his very interesting and I think incredibly unique uh guitar technique as well uh and then of course john mcvee very very uh creative on the bass, and christine mcvee also is you know her songwriting by the way too uh, you know is is one of those things that it really kind of you know, even over the years it kind of creeps up on you and it's like yeah well, she was a pretty good songwriter uh, just no doubt about that and um But, you know, that's why with bands like that, things stand out and then it kind of morphs and changes over time and you kind of rediscover other things that uh that maybe you didn't see back in the day and that's 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 the mark of really great artists that uh, their work continues to to uh, change and inspire you in some way all right well you know hopefully we're changing and inspiring you in some way here on the show this morning tuesday edition we're going to be talking with uh denise simon founders here in just a few moments uh, but yes uh, out there across the uh, Uh, Across the country, heavy mountain snow with brief brief snow squalls across the northwestern U.S. uh, through into Tuesday. Um, A Moderate to heavy snow from North Dakota into northern Minnesota on Tuesday. Severe thunderstorms possible Tuesday evening and through the night uh, from the Midwest to the Ohio Valley and Great Lakes and record warmth engulfing most of the midsection of the country will be drastically colder by Wednesday with sub-zero wind chills across the northern plains and upper midwest. And as we were reporting last hour, there are these uh, major uh, winter storm warnings going on. So be careful out there, everybody. It is going to get a lot colder and snowier in uh, many different parts of the country. And uh, this, of course, is going to include uh, parts of Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. So be careful, not just of the snow and the accumulation thereof, but also, of course, of those strong winds that are forecasted in many areas. All right, folks, once again, time now to bring in Denise Simon from founderscode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook on this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Tuesday morning. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. Well, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, we definitely, and Denise is going to be with us, of course, after the top of the hour, everybody. We'll uh, also open the phone lines at the bottom of next hour if you have a question or comment for Denise. But, uh, Denise, we have so many different things to talk about. Uh, we've got Rona McDaniel. She's announcing her resignation. Uh, we've also got the, the case of the Houthis just never goes away, uh, does it? Because the Houthis continue, have now, they've blown up. Under Underwater cables between Europe and Asia, according to one report that we've seen,
21: they have uh, communications cables uh, under the Red Sea. Uh, it has affected some data centers, uh, particularly in Djibouti. That's being reported. Um, so there's a network connectivity issues. Um, there were four submarine cables uh, across the Red Sea, including SeaCom. So uh, I'm looking at a graph here
0: that, yeah, um, things
21: pretty much almost dropped to zero for communications.
0: Well, and again, you know, we're not trying to sound like we're joking about this, but you know why why are the houthi's able to operate i mean precisely yeah <laughs> this is you know this is this airstrike issues or is this like on the ground having to send in i don't mean troops on the ground but operatives of some sort or or others that you could employ to do this
21: look we've got the technology to to see uh, you know what's happening in yemen um <laughs> And we're we're just you know we're swatting flies, as George Bush once said. I'm not here to swat flies, and that's precisely what we're doing.
0: Right? There's no there's no strategic um you know plan to this and that's got to go into you know uh the biden administration as well you know if we're going to get in for a penny you know in for a penny in for a pound as they say it seems like either you're going to stop the houthis or not and now this happens those cables aren't easy to repair you know they're at the bottom of the ocean that's
21: right precisely right so essentially you have to just lay new ones
0: And that takes time. It's expensive. You know, I mean, having network outages like that for a few hours, like AT&T or something, that's one thing. But this is not going to be fixed, you know, by next Tuesday at this point. And I'll
21: tell you who's watching this very closely is Taiwan. If I were Taiwan under threat of China, uh, I'd be getting pretty nervous here. Um, You know, suddenly it's like every country is trying to arm up here. Um, <laughs> right because of what is happening and and you know ordnance requires rare earth minerals and guess who has a, a dominion over most of the world's r- oh, rare that's, earth
0: that's min- China you know? for sure well Denise yeah. stay right there we're coming up to the top of the hour everybody more with Denise Simon from founderscode.com and the Denise Simon experience on Facebook we've got a lot more to tell you about on this Tuesday morning Stay right there. Hour number two, now in the books. Imagine that.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there.
0: Isn't it interesting that we see a lot of reports about economic issues in different parts of the world, different countries? But it's always well, the United States is just averting disaster. It's all—it's—it's it's somehow avoiding this problem and so forth. But I don't know, folks. If you ask anybody who's out there trying to go to the grocery store, they might say, "Well, I, we think it's actually not going so well." And that's not doom and gloom. That's just what people are telling me. That's just what's happening out there right now. So there's got to be a way to pick this up. If the economy was surging ahead and everybody was so happy, I don't even think uh, Donald Trump could make a, a dent in asking people the question, are you better off than you were four years ago? Just like Ronald Reagan was able to do back in nineteen eighty. Well folks, welcome back to the program. Hour number three is here, is upon us. It is the Tuesday edition. Telephone number is nine four nine-eight two two 7959. That's nine four nine eight two two seventy nine fifty nine. 7959. Kyle Warren with you. You can also head over to my home website, com. That's com. If you'd like to send us a direct message this morning, and uh, we sure appreciate it when you do that. We've already got some people uh, chiming in this morning. And uh, speaking of chiming in, we've got Denise Simon, founderscode.com, and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. She is with us. And uh, Denise, good morning. Once again, happy Tuesday to you. Same to you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Oh, I know uh, people are probably wondering about this out there as well. But uh, um, I will whisper this so I don't wake anybody up. But how's the puppy? Is the puppy okay? (laughs) Sitting
21: behind me chewing on some Nyla bone thing. (laughs) Very
0: cool. All right. Well, that's uh, that's right. We're going to be very, very quiet we are going to be very quiet, and uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, we talked a little bit about the Houthis uh, prior to the top of the hour. Uh, we've also got—I saw this earlier, and I made a note to ask you about it. But Hezbollah evidently is has been shooting rockets down on the Golan. Um, in you know, is that happening recently? And if so, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's the definition of this is another front in the war then. Well, it, it it has been happening.
21: Um, I'm not completely, you know, we know that Israel can go it alone to deal with Hamas. Uh, Israel is actually putting out some warnings that they may not be able to go it alone and take on Hezbollah. Um, and the United States is, uh, along with a few partners, are trying to take on the Houthis. So um, it's a bad place out there, as our (laughs) commander-in-chief eats ice cream. Um,
0: Yeah, that's exactly
21: right. You know, it occurred to me an interesting question. If the United States is is not going to, I mean, because all we're talking about is ceasefire, um, you know, with Israel... Uh, we're not getting. <laughs> we're not doing much to to help Ukraine. Um, so the the question is, can Europe go it alone? Can can these countries all go it alone without the United States? Because it looks like the United States has become idle under this administration. Mm-hmm. And I'm not convinced that um, Europe can go it alone. Now. Um, I've often said that there are other ways to do things, and that includes seizing bank accounts, that includes electronic warfare, that includes cyber. And a lot of those things are a whole lot cheaper than what we're doing right now. And, um, you know, I think that in a lot of cases we've lost, I mean, interestingly enough, um, Yahoo put out a fascinating piece um couple days ago about how um the cia actually has a sizable footprint with all these spy stations in ukraine and they've been there for a long time <laughs> mm-hmm. well if that's the case you, you know what, what what are they doing what are they recommending um I mean it, it, it defies any kind of logic. What's going into a presidential daily briefing? What's not going in there? Or who's paying attention? What are, what are we doing?
0: Well, that's a really good ar- question. Well
21: I would argue that the CIA is essentially neutralized. You know, they're too mm-hmm. too busy doing, you know, dyed hair pronoun stuff over there at CIA. I mean, they're not in the game. Um now Iran and their uh, uh, weapons grade, nuclear weapons grade uh, stockpile. What, what are we doing about that? Um, I mean, we're not in a very good place. And again, you know, this is a lot of foreign policy, obviously, but foreign policy is so important because of so many countries being destabilized and doing crazy stuff that we're seeing. <laughs> A hundred and sixty countries worth of refugees coming across our borders
0: yeah exactly well so, well so, something you mentioned about the daily presidential briefing. You know, and it, 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 it who's not seeing this? Well, if Joe Biden was experienced, uh, if he was wise, if he was all these things that we're being told that he is now, why isn't he seeing this in the presidential daily briefing? And you kind of see where I'm going with this. Wouldn't wouldn't you? Don't you think a president would say, "Hey, what's happening?" and then have some kind of, you know, reaction to all that? But this president doesn't. I don't know that he's reading those things. You know, kind of to your point.
21: <laughs> remember the Cuban Missile Crisis and just how involved Kennedy was for days and days and days. If you add up all of the conditions today, today, across the globe, I think that it at least equals, if not exceeds, a Cuban Missile Crisis. If you add up the potential threats that are out there, with China invading Uh, Taiwan or Russia going beyond um, Ukraine and into Estonia or Latvia or Lithuania or Poland. Um, We should have a national security apparatus, a commander in chief that is so dedicated that
0: we wouldn't see uh, there would be no other discussion but these kinds of things no kidding are not and no ice cream uh, you know no so, ice. <laughs> Denise, stay right there folks are coming right back more with denise simon Kyle Warren with you we are coming right back
10: february is heart month and every year extendivite has a sale this year is no different Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health.
1: Go to GCNFood.com. GCNFood.com.
4: Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to DanPilla.com to order your copy. That's DanPilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com.
3: I
13: need to do my taxes. Are there any self-help options online?
5: Doing taxes yourself? IRS.gov has many self-service tax tools, and they're all just a click away. Prepare and file your taxes online using FreeFile. Use our calculator to estimate your tax withholding. Order a tax transcript, apply for an employer identification number, check your refund status too. IRS.gov, your 24-7 federal tax resource.
11: Both my legs were amputated due to an IED. It's when you start to try to get back into like an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The
14: DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together.
7: Visit DAV.org to learn more about our mission.
0: Everybody, Kyle Warren with you. It is the Tuesday edition, and we're having fun already. And we're traveling across your radio dial at warp speed, of course. We're doing a lot this morning, and uh, we're glad that you're there, glad to be here. 949-822-7959, that's the number to call. If you'd like to be part of the program this morning, we're going to open up the telephone lines at the bottom of the hour if you have a question or comment for our good friend and guest, Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com. She's got a lot of great articles and a lot of great materials over there, folks. Definitely want to go over and check out FoundersCode.com and also the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. And, uh, Denise, I think you've got links over there as well for people to find you on Facebook. I do. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Well, again, it's Tuesday, and, um, you know, I, I think, you know, as we see what's happening, obviously, and I, I appreciate, what, appreciate what you're talking about, can Europe go it alone? Now, I I think it's important, you know, Putin should not be able to simply take over Ukraine. There are many ramifications about that, not, you know, primarily for Ukraine, um, but also, of course, for the rest of uh, of Eastern Europe at that point, you know, Putin does not, he doesn't want to stop. But obviously there are different ways. And like you said, you know, we seem to see every single thing, at least from this administration, only in one dimension. But there are multiple dimensions to how you can actually stop. And they they brought up all these um, other sanctions, you know, because of the Navalny uh, situation, Navalny situation. But you know, are there more sanctions still? I mean, how many more are they going to bring out of the hat? Why can't they just do them all?
21: Sanctions, <laughs> sanctions are only valuable if they're enforced, and we're not enforcing them.
16: Mm-hmm.
21: I mean, you know, we lifted, or we suspended, or we're ignoring the sanctions that we put on Venezuela. Um, same thing with Cuba, same thing with North Korea, same, you know, same thing with Iran, same thing with Russia. So, I mean, sanctions, they can sound great, and, you know, we're we're going to, I mean, it's kind of like soft power. Well, okay, fine, but what are you doing about them? Um, (laughs) what, what have you stopped? Um, is, is Russia more, um successful today economically well yeah they are under biden they absolutely are why is that because they're still selling oil how is that well they're selling oil because they're doing these ship-to-ship transfers in the middle of of these oceans uh selling the oil to india and oh by the way we turn around and buy it from india (laughs) <laughs> after
0: three right line. right now now wouldn't that make Biden administration pawns of Putin at that point of course yeah exactly and and not Trump you see that that's the thing they they've always tried to say that Trump is the pawn of Putin uh but uh, but the, the Biden administration's actually enabling this at that at that point
21: you know and then there's China what punishment has China faced on anything you know, they've been stealing our intellectual property for decades. They've been hacking us. Um, and then there's all things COVID. What punishment has this country faced in any way, shape, or form? What punishment have they faced with, you know, the operatives that they have sent here to the United States? Um you know we had this funky lab that was out there in California, this bio lab. Where's the punishment for that? who where's the real where's the rest of the story on that lab?
0: Mm-hmm. We don't know. Well, and then you've also got the reports of these sort of military age young men. They've got, um, you know, uh, they they don't look like they're destitute and trying to get across the, the border. They look very very well, you know, uh, you know, cared for and so forth. They're they're uh, they're strong and they're they're coming from China and they're coming across the southern border from what we
21: have. A military age? What does that mean? Does that mean that they're building something here? Well, yes. Is it is it some kind of Chinese mafia? Um, are they gang related? Uh, Did they uh, were they let go out of some prison Uh, out of out of China? Um, You know, where's the rest of the story on who these people are?
0: Well, Well, one of the things that I think is of great concern is October 7th in Israel, that kind of attack, someone who would not necessarily have to come across the border here because they've already done so, but popping up into residential areas or other things like that akin to october 7th you know could also be a prelude to some other kind of operation that would go on in other words when you have all this happening people coming across the border the way that we're seeing it it does beg the question why and the biden administration doesn't even appear to be asking that question
21: well not only that not all of these people are seeking asylum (laughs) And a lot of their asylum claims are not even valid under asylum law. Okay, so what's the deal? Um, we have no idea. We, I mean, we see these people. We don't know their names. We don't know where they're from. They don't have identification. Uh, we're giving them money. We're giving them health care. We're giving them education. We're giving them transportation. We're giving them food. We're giving them housing. Um <laughs> Uh, to our, uh, I mean, talk about the enemy within. I mean, uh, you know, that definition is getting bigger by the day.
0: Well, indeed. Indeed. And this, and, and again, it, it, we just don't know what to expect. I mean, it, it is one thing that, uh, you know, you, you expect almost anything because you don't want to concentrate on something, you know, that you don't have evidence for or something. But this is way beyond the pale because, you know, as far as I can tell, we don't even know what to expect at this point. Now, maybe there's chatter. Maybe there's the intelligence community. But you mentioned something about the CIA becoming almost inert. I mean this is a big deal I mean that's- it's a
21: huge deal we're not in the field we're absolutely not in the field um, you know what <laughs> we, we pulled our people and our operatives out of China under the Obama administration because you know we, we the CIA was doing some pretty good work and um, recruiting people operatives in country but they started turning up missing why is that well china decided to do some hacking (laughs) and in the hacking they found out you know who who was in cia and who we were hiring and emails and identification and so forth so these people turned up dead and missing so obama pulled our people out well uh, not a good thing to do okay so The CIA's got 12 or 15 stations that they've had for years and years and years in Ukraine. Exactly how did that work out? You know, Biden comes out and says that that whole invasion was a surprise. And then he goes, it was a minor incursion. Well, how'd that work out if we had all these CIA stations that were operating in Ukraine? Mm -hmm. I mean, something is just very wrong here. We've turned over the Middle East to Qatar. Well, Qatar has been a sanctuary for terrorism going all the way back to the Obama administration and the Taliban five when they established a Taliban embassy in Doha. I mean Well well you know Centcom Part two is located in Centcom Part two, Central Command is in Qatar. Mm hmm. You can't tell me we don't know much more than we than we think we know um, with the technology and in the apparatus that we have. Now, where's okay? So if CIA is a nerd, where's the Defense Intelligence Agency? Oh, are they? You know, have they gone woke
0: too? Well, those are the most important problems that we're evidently dealing with on a daily basis is, you know, how woke can you go at this point? And, you know, I'd say that in almost in a joking manner, but it's really no laughing matter at all. It's not. How many people in the world are living in a tent? hmm. I think a large portion.
21: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting worse, including here in the United States. The people are living in tents. Whether they're homeless or whether they're migrants <laughs> uh, you got Syrian refugees that are you know in Turkey in Jordan uh, uh, I mean uh, the whole world is completely upside down now what countries don't have tents? Oh all of our adversaries how's that what does that look like
0: right? Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, they and they see weakness, and they would respond to that. See, that's the thing. They they they're counting on that at this point. I'll uh, tell you what, Denise, stay right there. We're going to come right back, folks. More with Denise Simon, FoundersCode.com. We'll take your telephone calls as well. 949-822-7959. Open up the telephone lines here at the bottom of the hour right after we return kyle warren with you it is the tuesday edition and we are having fun and well i think and we're allowed we're allowed to have fun stay right there
7: USA News update. Former President Trump is seeking to overturn his $454 million civil fraud verdict in New York. His legal team submitted a notice of appeal Monday pointing to alleged judicial errors. The appeal disputes the ruling that Trump misrepresented his wealth to advance his real estate interests. A significant U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centers on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida, which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. On Sunday, a United States Air Force service member died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Video footage captured Aaron Bushnell declaring his refusal to be complicit in genocide, describing his actions as an extreme form of protest. John Schaefer, USA News
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, One eight five five seventy nine young. One eight five five seventy nine young.
0: Tuesday edition continues on and uh, yeah I think uh, a lot is in jeopardy right now there's no doubt about that no doubt about that and uh, astute listeners to the show I think I've I think I've mentioned this once before uh, recently actually you know back in the in the day back in the 80s my dad was actually on jeopardy he was a jeopardy contestant and uh, he, he didn't win. He came in second. But uh, we got to see uh, the show being taped back then. Of course, it was um, Alex Trebek. And uh, that was a really fun time. Uh, but at any rate, folks, and he did a great job. I was really proud of him. Uh, but at any rate, folks, we're back. Kyle Warren with you, 949-822-7959. And uh, that's the telephone number. We've got, some, uh, uh, we've got some folks already lining up on the uh, telephone lines uh, here. But we've also got Denise Simon from founderscode.com and the denise simon experience on facebook good morning again denise good morning good morning well before we get to the telephone calls and we do have a couple of holdings so that's uh, pretty cool um you know one of the things uh that we're seeing now of course is that you've got a lot of people uh in this country according to a daily mail article They're quoting a poll that says most people really do want to have an actual border wall, uh, you know, uh, uh, along you know, separating the U.S. from Mexico, and this is a big deal. I think this is the first time it's gone to a majority.
21: Um, I'm fine with the border wall, um, but the (laughs) it's it's going to get complicated again because this administration has been selling off the. piece parts of the construction material for pennies on the dollar, selling it off to who we don't know. Right. Um, and, and then relaunching it again. And, uh, uh, you know, we're finding, too, that they're also in some places cutting through the border wall. So yep. um, the border wall is not the single... Solution here. It is but one of many, um, and I think that that is a very important part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're throwing billions, and I mean billions of dollars at this. And where are the receivables? Because I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen. You know what what Abbott is doing is great. Uh, I think he is pretty much solved. Some of the problems in the in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, of which now we hear that both Biden and Trump are visiting Texas on the same day. I think Thursday. Um, I think Biden is going to Brownsville, and, and uh, Trump is going to the Rio Grande Valley. But um, Texas has uh, done some great work, mm-hmm. but it it it's not completely stopping the problem. Well, that's right. Uh, and now you got a problem in Southern California, and then there's Arizona. Um, I don't know why New Mexico gets left out of this one, but it has so far. <laughs> that's
0: right. Move west along the border. I uh, tell you mm-hmm. what, let's head over to line one. we got Tony in Tampa. He's got a question or comment for you this morning. Good morning, Tony. You're on with Denise Simon.
17: Good morning, uh, uh, Denise. Good morning. Hey. Uh, Al, Al Davis. Al Davis. Al Davis. <laughs> uh, 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 Denise was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. Yes, he was. He was. He, he used to own the Oakland Raiders, and he was the head coach. And he his theory was his. What he would say was this: "Just win, baby. Just win. Mm-hmm. Don't d- don't worry about all the picky uh, ideological processes, uh, badinage where uh, uh, you have to cross every I and dot every T." Nikki Haley can win. Nikki Haley can win because she can talk. Uh, there's not a Democrat in the in the country that could beat Nikki Haley, uh, except maybe uh, um, uh, Michelle Obama. She's beating uh, Biden by what, 15 points? So don't worry about all. Oh, 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 she isn't good on this, and she isn't good on that. And well, we mm-hmm. don't like it because of this, or we don't like it because of that. Just win, baby. Just win. That's what we have to do. Put her in there. That she can win. This chick can rap, man. She can talk. All right. Okay. Very cool.
0: Well, thanks, thanks, Tony. We appreciate you. it. We'll, we'll let uh, Denise uh, respond to that. Appreciate the call. All right. Take care, Tony. Tony in Tampa. So yeah, what do you what do you think? Den- uh, what do you think, Denise? There are lots of good things to like about Nikki Haley,
21: for sure. And, you know, I think she's articulate. i said all those kinds of things. Um, But can she get the electoral votes? And so far, uh, it doesn't look like it. Now, um, we'll have to see what happens in Michigan and with Super Tuesday. Um, And um, I think she's... I think she's done a a stellar job with the independent vote, and that is the downfall uh, so far that I'm seeing with Trump, that he is not gaining on the independent vote at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't win without the independent vote, so... um, Therein lies, I think, where the battlefield's going to be with the independent vote or the moderate Republicans.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, line two. We got Backham and Bob this morning for Denise. Good morning, Backham and Bob. Uh,
22: yes, uh, the borders have been crossed by Chinese nationals, Iranians, Russians, and God knows who else. And all these people here, there could be easily be here to when war starts, if war starts, if they want to start something, ready to attack us. So I think it's better to go isolationist and just withdraw back to our country. And uh, as far as the wall goes, we need a real wall, just like there used to be the the wall between uh, East and West Berlin, where where you have a wall, no-go zones, stations, electronics, drones, and people guarding it. Mm-hmm. Any any physical wall can be cut through, but you, and the other thing they have to be doing, they have to uh, remove the incentives for people coming. None of this is going to happen until Trump is elected, if he is, or the next administration. The only thing that they can do now is the states need to totally defy the federal government and do the best they can. All right, that's it. All
0: right, thanks, Beckham and Bob. We appreciate the call. Um, yeah, Denise, what do you think? Well...
21: Um you know i am I'm, I'm all about america first um but america first doesn't mean that we ignore things beyond our borders mm-hmm. um and I, I, words matter um policy matters uh we have a government that's i i you know, it's become a thug government i don't think that we can um I, I, there's, I don't think there's really an argument there. We have a federal government that, that just doesn't like anything that goes on outside the beltway. <laughs> it <laughs> exactly. hurts small business, it hurts landowners, um, it hurts banking, it hurts education, it hurts parents. I mean, uh, you know, mm-hmm. look where we are. In, in, um, oh, yeah. You know, somewhere between Nikki Haley and Trump, um, <laughs> I would argue that they really need to be talking about the, the size of government and the power of government needs to be cut in half. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that we need to, in regulations and so forth, I, I think that that needs to be a huge part of the, the discussion.
0: All right. Well, we got just about a minute and 15 seconds or so. Neil in Henderson, Nevada, good morning. You're on with Denise. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Denise. I'll make a quick comment. <clears throat>
17: I picked up on Tony's... Uh you know diatribe there um i think he's a little delusional he's passionate yeah. he's passionate about. It. all right yeah i know he's passionate he's entitled to be passionate um but one thing we know about nikki haley she is a snake <laughs> she is a total snake anybody who thinks she can be elected president is in the same category with rachel maddow who has issues with bipolar disorder and depression you know, it is just ridiculous.
0: Um, okay. Well, uh, well, it's. I tell you what. Only because of time here, let's give Denise a chance to respond to that before we have to head out to the break. But we appreciate the call, Neil. Thank you. All right. Take care. We'll talk again soon. What do you What do you think, Denise? Well, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think she she did
21: a pretty good job as a U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. From what I can tell, but I was I was disgusted that she quit, um, and I don't like quitters. Um, the you know our our footprint at the United Nations uh, could be. Very valuable, but to in it, and it could have been we could have won a lot of things. But now the United Nations has become completely against the just like the federal government completely against the West.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, well, Denise Simon, thanks again. Uh, we're just right. heading up to the break here, but have a great afternoon, and great morning, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Take care, yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Denise Simon, everybody, founderscode.com. We're coming right back with Chris Markowski, the watchdog on Wall Street.
20: My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy. Your football buddy. Or you, your best man your worst man you your dog walker your cat jogger while one in three adults has pre-diabetes with early diagnosis pre-diabetes can be reversed take the risk test at doihabprediabetes.org. brought to you by the ad council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners
6: wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated
3: You're listening to Kyle Warren.
0: All right, yes, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Uh, well, we're fresh out of chocolate chip ice cream, but uh, we're we are having fun and we are cruising through this Tuesday edition. And I think that that counts for something, doesn't it? Uh, Again, Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you this morning. And, of course, it's now time to talk to our friend, our good friend, Chris Markowski. He is the watchdog on Wall Street. Uh, Watchdogonwallstreet.com is the is the website that you want to go over and check out. All things about Chris Markowski, his program, his radio show, his podcast, and all the other great stuff that he has to offer over there, watchdogonwallstreet.com. You can also hear him right here on our home station of AM860, The Answer as well. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go over and say good morning to Chris Markowski. Good morning, Chris. Good morning good morning and uh well, you know it is Tuesday, but as we go through this week chris we we understand we're going to get some economic data that uh that is going to be looked at very very carefully, I'm sure by the markets and by uh, economists uh what are what do you think that we might expect to see uh, you know uh, in in terms of are we going to see things going on the uptick or 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 what do you think?
23: Well, I mean, you got some inflation numbers that are, you know, coming out, and I, you know, they're predicted to come in a little bit hotter than expected, which, uh, you know, could affect markets over the short uh, term. Again, uh, you know, you know, all eyes, as far as the markets are concerned, have been on tech and, and earning and what what is expected out of them. But a lot of the stuff has been put. Uh, to the side uh, at this point in time. Again, um, I, I don't bear much mind to, to things that are uh, happening over the short term. I kind of look at always are looking at longer term trends. Um, you know, we're not we're not traders at Markowski Investments. It's not the game we play. It's a fool's errand, quite frankly. So, you know, whatever, whatever happens to come down the the pike this week, I, I really think it's going kind to of change the dynamic to that great of a degree.
0: Well, you know, I keep seeing headlines about the dreaded r-word and not really so much in conjunction with the united states per se but like for example here's an ap headline from earlier recession has struck some of the world's top economies the u.s keeps defying expectations And I sometimes I don't know when, you know, people see that, you know, what what do we really think? Is that really telling us that, well, you know, we're we're going to miss having a recession. It's you know, we're 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 actually doing better than we thought. And these other European countries, for example, might be having uh, special problems. I know that the UK, they're saying that that's in a recession and that may even affect uh, their upcoming you know parliamentary elections and so forth. But, you know, are we are we in the danger zone here?
23: I mean, what would happen if? We didn't? I mean, it's two—it's two quarters of negative economic growth. I mean, we're already seeing companies, you know, basically looking to cut costs um, this year. We're already seeing layoffs. We already have um, inflation that is running hot when it comes to everyday items. Um, you know, I, I don't know. In essence, you know how how things would feel much differently. Um, you know, companies already acting, you know, quite frankly, that we, we might be going into a recession. That's how they're handling um, this year. So uh, I, I don't think that uh, – I think, it, you know, a lot of these times, you know, recessions and whatnot, they, it's used by the media. Uh, it's like some sort of like boogeyman underneath the, the shelf. They They happen – from time to time, and and you obviously don't want to have a a deep recession. I think the greater problem with most Americans right now is, uh, quite frankly, is, you know, right now, you know, jobs and and, and layoffs are coming across the board and also what they're paying for everyday items.
0: Well, sure, and those layoffs, you know, it's – It's not going to be as easy as people think to go and just get another, you know, job commensurate with their income. You know, it might be a much harder, you know, mountain to climb. But then we start to see other indicators. We start to see uh, uh, vehicle repossessions. We start to see notices of default being filed. We start to see those kinds of things. And that kind of can start a spiral if we're not careful.
23: Well, those things have been happening for some time. You take a look at credit card debt, you take a look at defaults, you take a look at, uh, you know, some of the defaults that we're seeing in, in auto loans. These things have been taking place. Um, you know, to, to me, recession, no recession semantics. Um, you know, they didn't call it 2008-2009 recession until a year later. I mean, it, it, it. you know, you could say what you want. It, it's how you feel your situation is. And um, do I think that there you know, there's strength right now and excitement in certain areas of the economy, in particular some of the artificial intelligence uh, and some of the tech stuff, yeah, but uh, I think overall I think uh, companies are being quite cautious.
0: Well, and I think that's well warranted. You know, we touched on this the other day, Chris, but it's kind of starting to come back around. You know, we heard Kevin O'Leary uh, from um, uh, Shark Tank, of course, fame, talking about uh, the, the possibility of New York seizing uh, Donald Trump's assets. But he's trying to sound the alarm that investors are quite worried about that kind of development. I mean, putting the politics aside of what people think about Trump one way or the other, but is this? I mean, what, what's what's the what's the vibe in the New York area in terms of the idea that well, I mean, that could happen to me if I'm in if I'm a real estate developer. They're going to seize properties at some point.
23: Uh I. I- at this point in time, I think you know a lot of real estate developers and people that are in that business here. I think they're more concerned, um, you know, about the overall uh, you know commercial real estate landscape and what's you know taking place on the ground and how difficult things are. Rather than that, uh, I think many of them kind of just assume that this is political, um, and if they you know keep their mind right when it comes to politics, maybe they'll be left alone. And, and again, that's kind of. Mafioso-esque type tactics, but it is what it is. Um, you know, that, that that's New York, and that's, you know, uh, this is, you know, unprecedented in regards to the size and scope of, of what they're doing, and everybody can kind of see the, you know, the, the politics that are involved in stuff like that. But, um, I think you got, you know, other issues to deal with as far as New York and, Taxes and how difficult it is to do business, and what's going on on the ground, and the immigration issues that I think that are more concerning to most developers.
0: Well, sure, and I I guess this is you know just I guess a a technical question, but um, if some let's say that they seize Donald Trump's properties for, and which I don't know that that's really going to happen, but just as a hypothetical, um, if Donald Trump doesn't own those properties outright, if he has any notes on those properties he would still be responsible for that, right? In other words, the government doesn't uh, take on your debt if they seize a property.
23: Yeah, uh, that's a case. A property, because it has his name on them, doesn't mean he owns them. He licensed his name out to certain buildings. Um, After he got elected, actually his name came down off a whole bunch of them uh, in in certain areas. Uh, Sometimes he owns only parts. Of buildings uh, or a parking garage and, and or whatnot, so it's it's a little bit more complicated.
0: Well, indeed, indeed, and you know, again, we we also see, like for example, here's another interesting headline: Consumer sentiment edges higher as economic growth accelerates and inflation fades. Well, I'm not so sure. Is is inflation really fading? You know, I, in other words, it, we 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 take a look at this, these little snapshots, and they come each day. It seems, and it's like you could build a whole case on what it says today. But then tomorrow, it's all different. It all changes.
23: No, I don't. I don't think that. I don't believe that for for a second. That consumer confidence coming up because inflation is coming down. I don't think people see that at all. It's nonsensical. It's nonsensical. The fact that. You know, I think the Biden administration right now is about to pivot from Bidenomics to, you know, taking on the monopoly man and evil corporations for, uh, you know, greed and uh, you know, profits and whatnot. Uh, I think that that's the direction that they're going to head in. You know, almost taken right after his Super Bowl little stupid video that he that he ran there. So no, I, I I'm sorry, I don't I don't I don't think that that's the case at all. And I know that's not what Americans are feeling
0: well exactly yeah the the shrinkflation you know it's it, it what the um, the administration will do you know used, uh, it the the term you used earlier the the boogeyman kind of thing well, if they can rally people against some evil people trying to make some kind of profit, and whoever thought of that if you're in business to make a profit but yeah they they just want to deflect from what's what's been happening um over the last few years now.
23: Well, yeah, again, like I said, I don't I don't feel that, uh, you know, people are buying what they're selling, quite frankly. So, you know, they, they can say what they want. You can push whatever gen you want. People know what they're paying at home. They know what the reality of the situation is. They know what they were paying several years ago. They know what their home insurance costs are now. They know what their car insurance costs are now. And uh, it's everything's going parabolic.
0: Well, indeed, indeed. Well, Chris Markowski, Watchdog on WatchdogOnWallStreet.com is the website, and uh, I hear the music starting to come up, but that means uh, we're going to talk to you tomorrow morning again. You've got it. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Chris Markowski, everybody. And we've got a lot more to talk about on the other side of the top-of-the-hour news. We'll get updated on everything, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about everything. And we'll open up the phone lines as well. 949 822 7959. Kyle one with you. Our number three is now officially in the books. Stay right there.
9: Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s, he had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill... Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327.
0: strategy for Joe Biden or for the Joe Biden campaign or the Joe Biden handlers, whatever you want to call it and this is why he went and did that interview for late night because it would be highly controlled basically and very friendly obviously so I wonder can Joe Biden, could he do a a debate, not just with Donald Trump but How about just anybody? I mean, anybody to have an actual debate. Well, of course not. You know why? Because that would not be highly controlled. But that's what they're going to have to be doing right now, because they're trying to highly control the message about Joe Biden and try to turn the tables and try to make it appear. And we've been talking about this now, you know, for a while. But it seems like every single day there's another piece that gets added in about how Joe Biden, uh, his experience is there, uh, he knows what he's doing, he's been around forever. All of this is a very, very big plus. Well, for maybe a garden variety politician who had been around for a long time, but still seemed to be sharp as attack, that argument would, would be the argument that you'd make. But, folks, isn't it just so obvious? Isn't it just – and it's almost – well, it is pathetic, right, how that works. It is pathetic how that works to think that, well, we'll just try to turn the tables and make people think Joe Biden is, is a wise sage, right? The sage of Democrat Party politics. Joe Biden. All right, well, folks, Kyle Warren with you. Welcome to the program this morning. Of course, hour number four is officially launching at this very moment. Glad that you're there. Glad to be here. two two7959 is the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this hour. You can also head over to my home website, KyleWarrenShow dot That's my home website. If you'd like to send us a direct message this morning, already been hearing from some people. We sure do appreciate that, and we've been having a lot of fun on the program this morning as well and we're going to continue that we're we're going to we're going to continue that tradition right here right now in hour number four well as i mentioned and oh and by the way we're going to tell you about um A majority of Americans really do want to see a border wall. Uh, We're going to tell you um, about uh, Rona McDaniel, how she is now going to step down. She's announced that now officially stepping down, I think, as we head towards Super Tuesday here. And uh, much, much more on the program this morning. And we've got a couple of great audio clips that you do not want to miss about how Joe Biden, uh, again, the Biden campaign, really does need, uh, well, I should say they're getting very desperate, I think, about these different groups. And these different groups include the African-American voting group. It also includes also, for some odd reason, uh, some people in Michigan who seem to be more upset with Joe Biden because he supports Israel than, you know, than really anything else. We got a great audio clip uh, this morning. We got a great audio clip. Katie Pavlich uh, poses the question... Very, very well. So we want you to stay tuned for all this because, as I said, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be chock full this morning. And uh, we have um, uh, actually we have a couple of uh, telephone lines lighting up here real quick. Uh, let's real quick. Let's go over and talk to Mary in St. Pete. Uh, she's calling in and uh, calling into us this morning. Good morning, Mary. Welcome to the program.
24: Good morning. I was just wondering, um, uh, I was listening to Dr. Phil on The View. And they were uh, talking about all sorts of things. Basically, uh, how long do you think it's going to take to for the public to get together and look at the issues of child trafficking and also the issue of the COVID, which has never really been resolved, uh, and all that having to do with the World Economic Forum trying to kill 7 billion people on Earth? I don't understand why that's not in the conversation, because that's where it needs to start to, to be the beginning of the corruption that's going on now and the diversions that everybody's looking at this and that instead of those two issues, mm-hmm. because they need to be resolved or you can't possibly move forward in sincerity. So. I was wondering what you thought about that because the social media is just not, is just not going to put the information out there.
0: Thank you. Hey, thanks, Mary and St. Pete. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be happy to uh, to address that as best I can here. Uh, but I think I might want to do that just on the other side of the break. Uh, so I'll definitely do that on the other side of the break because we have one other caller here that we want to get in here before we go to the break. But uh, the human trafficking aspect, I mean, that is just absolutely disgusting, isn't it? It's absolutely disgusting and we will talk about it uh, when we come back from the other side of the break. Great great question, Marion St. Pete, but right now folks, brace yourselves. We got Todd in Tampa. We're going to do 60 seconds with Todd and uh, I I don't know what to expect, but here we go. Todd, go.
17: Let's get down to business. What you can expect is a, is a number one supporter for Donald Trump. And any American who doesn't vote for Donald Trump is not an American, whether you're black, Sicilian, Puerto Rican like myself, white American. The other idiot called and said, listen, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley just got beat by 20 points in her own home state. But she won't drop out of the race because she's paid by Mitch McConnell and George Soros to stay in the race and bad mouth. She doesn't say anything bad about uh, Joe Biden, but she won't but, she, but she's out there bashing Trump. She's from South Carolina. Get out of South Carolina, you see? And let me tell Kemp something. And, and and Joe Biden just killed a girl for sex trafficking. We got illegals crossing the border. How about we shut our border down and get a wall up and get these illegals out of the country? If you don't and Herschel, stand up for Georgia. If you don't stand with Donald Trump, get the freak out of our country. Let's get to work, Pete.
0: All right. All right, everybody. 60 Seconds with Todd is always very, um, very interesting. And... He does talk very fast, but uh, we we appreciate the call. All right. Well, the, uh, there's some pretty passionate ideas about Nikki Haley. No doubt about it. We've, we've heard the spectrum this morning. But here's the thing, and I do agree with Tony in Tampa, you got to be able to win. That is the only thing at this point. you got to find a way to win. Folks, stay right there because we're going to find a way to come right back after the break.
20: My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com.
25: You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNTeam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals, Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203.
26: So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word George and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like.
17: We choose truth over fact.
16: You're listening to
0: Kyle Warren. So, check this out, everybody. Uh, This is evidently from the uh, Telegraph. It looks like the Prime Minister of Slovakia is now making a claim that NATO and EU member states... Forget get this: preparing to deploy troops to Ukraine. Well, that sounds pretty fantastical, doesn't it? Uh, Robert Fico, or Fico, a pro-Russia populist, offered no details of how Western soldiers could be sent to assist Ukraine. And commentators said he was probably just trying to stir. Like, this is what he says: probably just trying to stir up trouble. <laughs> well, that would stir up an awful lot of trouble uh, right now you know the aid to ukraine is is one issue and it's definitely being debated pretty vigorously and there's you know some lines in the sand being drawn on this but one of the things that we don't want to see happen is to see something uh, really expand um and that might be if nato if nato troops or affiliated troops or what have you were to go into ukraine proper and start fighting russians uh that would be maybe something you couldn't really pull back from too easily I will just say that. But uh, saw this um, as we were at the break, and I thought, yeah, well, better check this out. But again, uh, we'll have to see if there's any other veracity uh, to this. Right now, it just seems to be the prime minister of Slovakia making a claim, and again, no other details. But definitely, uh, we definitely will keep an eye on that. Uh, something else that we know, though, uh, according to one poll, this is being reported by the Daily Mail, a majority of Americans actually want a border wall for the first time in history. That is to say, for for the first time, a majority actually uh, do agree with this. More than 6 in 10 demand a barrier with Mexico, and 80% say the migrant crisis is a serious problem. Well... There's a lot of progress being made right there. And by the way, uh, folks, welcome back to the program, of course, Tuesday edition, Kyle Warren with you. We're making our way here through hour number four of the program. And Marion St. Pete uh, gave us a call in last segment, and I appreciate her call very, very much. And um, she talked about the idea of the child trafficking or human trafficking uh, and then uh, things having to do with the World Economic Forum. Well, as far as the trafficking goes, You know, if the Biden administration and if the far left or the Democrat Party elite or the party elite, uh, I guess we could call them that as well. Just, you know, the party, because, you know, in so so many ways, they just want there to be one party. Right. (laughs) And and, uh, you know, kind of like it was over in the old Soviet Union. Right. You have, in fact, when all that was starting up, the idea was put forth. Well, we're going to keep party membership to you know a certain percentage if i recall correctly it was going to be about eight or ten percent uh so you continue to have the ruling party right and um so you know so we, we'll we just call them the party at this point because there should only be one right according to them uh but the idea of course is that if they really wanted to be uh put their money where their mouth is about trying to you know, help people and defend democracy and all this kind of stuff. They would be the first people to say we got to close the border or we have to we have to enforce the border. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. People should be allowed to come in the country and they immigrate to the country. They want to move here. They want to open their business. They want to they want to become Americans. That's that's you know since time immemorial, uh, people would want to come to this country. So that's a different deal, but certainly. Having the open porous border that we have only means that it makes it so much easier for human traffickers, all these other forms of organized crime to simply thrive. It's, it's no big deal. We will just do what we want to do. You know, some people are crossing the border and they and they're coming and they're trying to find their job or whatever, and they're and they're going to sort of dissipate out into the into the country. But these um, uh, cartels. The traffickers, uh, those who are looking to conduct organized crime, basically, they have a very uh, different kind of plan, and they're taking advantage of the same open border. So, and especially when we take a look at what happened, uh, right, uh, with this young woman who was murdered, and you can't tell me, and in fact, it, it you know, I, you know, if if this had, if if, if the situation were reversed. The Democrats would be absolutely apoplectic, and they'd be saying the Republicans need to close the border. Look what happened, and 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 quite frankly, they would be right. But the but the the state of affairs right now is that the conservatives are on the other side, saying, "What in the heck is happening here? Look at look and see what happened. This person lost their life." Because, number one, someone came in illegally. Number two, they were caught for something else. And then, of course, they eventually were released. And uh, this has got to stop. If it doesn't, then, then this is going to be all too familiar a story to us. And in so many ways, it already is. And Americans deserve better. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. And when you and you, um, Mary also mentioned, uh, you know, basically the elites, you know, the World Economic Forum and things like that. Well, that also points up the idea too that America needs to needs to rediscover, shall we say, uh, its place in the universe, basically uh, here on planet Earth. You know, it's it's got to rediscover its place of being that beacon. And when you have elites come along, and unfortunately we have many in this country who love to sort of spout off many of the same kinds of things, you know, oh, you know, and, and all this kind of, it all proceeds from this very bad notion, a very, and, and a, a very, you know, sort of bad point of view, I think, a very twisted point of view, that humanity is more or less a scourge upon the earth. And that's that's not really true. <laughs> it's not really true. And at least it shouldn't it shouldn't be viewed like that. And so unfortunately I think they start looking at at humanity as a commodity, it's just too many people, it's pop overpopulation, it's this and we'll never sustain it and all this kind of stuff. And it always boils down to the control system. Whether they're telling you about the kind of light bulb you can have whether or not they're telling you, you can have this internal. You can't have this internal combustion engine, but you can have this ridiculous electric car as they are are constituted right now. Uh, you can, you can't, you can't eat this, but you need to eat these bugs. Uh, and, and why? Because because we're trying to save the planet, and again, it goes to the same thing. We're trying to save democracy. That's why we have to. You know, throw everything in the kitchen sink, too, at Donald Trump. We've got to try to seize his properties. We've got to try to, you know, uh, get him convicted of something. And on and on it goes. Why? Because they have to have total control of how things actually function. Because when that control isn't there and people are able to thrive in the, in the, in the environment that the founders created when people are able to actually thrive, even as we were doing, oh, about three years ago, when that rising tide was lifting all the boats. You see, when that happens, my friends, you don't have to go down the list. You don't have to check off all the boxes for ethnicity or skin color or this or that or the other thing. It's that people start to say, we're thriving. America's thriving. And if I work hard, and if I show up, and if I build a better mousetrap, and if if I'm consistent, then this country is going to reward me. It's not going to reward me by just canceling out my student debt. It's going to reward me for being able to take advantage of the great blessings, to take advantage of the opportunities. How many people have you met that built up their business from, you know, take a 100 bucks, you know, and they did this or that and they started their business and they hustled and now they have, you know, 25 people working for them or something like that? You know, we could walk down the street and probably find a lot of these kinds of stories. That's the kind of thing where when you're thriving and people are happy and people know that, uh, hey, tomorrow the sun's going to come up and it's going to be a bright, happy, sunny day, you know, and metaphorically. Well, then they, they're they not going to be trying to kill each other right in the streets. They're not going to constantly be at each other's throats. So to Mary's point and to her call, right, what happens when some people... When some forces actually do want you to be at each other's throats. Well, that's a whole different story, isn't it? isn't it? But that's the story we tell here on this program is the promise of America, the promise of that environment. And, you know, folks, it's, it's still there. It's still there, and we are going to make sure of that as best we possibly can. Folks, stay right there. We are coming right back. Kyle Warren with you. Tuesday edition continues on.
20: It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare.
7: USA News Update. Authorities report that the individual accused in the killing of a University of Georgia student is an illegal immigrant with a prior criminal record. Jose Ibarra was apprehended in connection with the homicide of 22-year-old Lakin Riley. Remains were discovered last week in a wooded area near the university. President Biden is scheduled to visit the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said the president intends to encourage Republicans to reconsider the border deal brokered by a bipartisan group of senators.
24: Stop
19: play politics, and to provide the funding needed for additional U.S. Border Patrol agents, more asylum officers, fentanyl detection technology, and more. House
7: GOP members do not believe the bill goes far enough. The Federal Trade Commission has filed a lawsuit seeking to stop the merger between grocery giants Kroger and Albertsons. The FTC says the proposed merger could lead to increased consumer prices. John Schaefer, USA News.
0: back earlier Tony in Tampa said he'd like to hear some more Motown and I agree completely Tony Uh, I love the Motown era the Motown songs and uh you know the the sounds that uh, that uh, motown had you, you know were just you know they they you, you hear this word and it's used maybe overused in so many ways for you know different things movies or songs or art or things like that but it's timeless it really really is timeless and uh, it it's it it reaches something Right in your heart, in your soul, you hear that kind of music, and from Motown, and you go, "Wow, this is, this is cool," you know, and it just, just makes you feel great, and that's, that's one of the greatest things about music. And I love all kinds of music I you know, rock and roll, I love country, um, and um, I love all kinds of, uh, all kinds of music uh, because if it's done right, if it's done right, you can get a lot of power, you can get a lot of. Um, you can get a lot of energy, uh, even with like Mozart or something like that. And, you know, and as you study music, you know, you, 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 try to, uh, take from all those different, uh, all those different, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, environments and, um, uh, and see if you can fuse them together. And some bands actually have done that over time, right? You know, bands like ELO, uh, and certainly even you know some progressive type bands and so forth. They're they're drawing on musical, uh, um, you know, musical language basically that uh, uh, is done in a very unique way. And that's kind of cool. That's that's one of the great things about music. All right, so let's continue, everybody. We have so much more to tell you about and talk about on the program this morning. Now in Michigan, Joe Biden's got a problem, right? He's got people in Michigan who believe... Somehow uh, that um, his support for Israel or the Biden administration, and really by extension at this point america 's support for Israel uh, is very very um, uh, bad as far as they 're concerned, and I think that be, kind of becomes a one issue voter type deal doesn 't it and uh, those that never really works out by the way. some people can just be one issue voters. And um, it makes it a much more difficult sort of mountain to climb. But I think on this hill, on this mountain, I think it's the right one in the sense that, you know, supporting Israel and seeing to it that we support their endeavor to get rid of Hamas, that's that's on the right side. And because Hamas, left to its own devices, will simply come back again. It will continue to plot and plan. I think it was Sweden. I'm pretty sure it was Sweden, if I recall correctly, the other day that said they're banning Hamas. And, you know, incarnations or, you know, evolutions of Hamas, whatever it might be, they're banning them. And I think on the program we said, you know, be like Sweden. that's That's a great idea. Well, why can't Qatar be like Sweden? I think that's a really great question. So, you know, universally the world should stand against that kind of thing in in its in whatever form it uh, it arrives in. And Netanyahu even the other day said, "Look, you know, America would do exactly the same thing." And he said he'd probably they would probably do it on a much grander scale than what Israel is doing right now in order to stop Hamas. And again, don't forget, Hamas is the kind of of group, the kind of terrorist organization that will place people in harm's way, they will hide behind women and children, they will have their command and control in a school, or they'll put their communications there, or they'll put their rockets and stuff like that um, all around uh, civilians, because they know that you know, the, the, any, any collateral damage is going to be a propaganda win for them. And that's Pure evil. That's not. That's not good. But now you've got uh, some groups in Michigan that are trying to affect the primary for Joe Biden. They may even be fairly successful. Governor Whitmer the other day, I think uh, she. You could kind of hear it in her voice. It's like, well, we'll see, kind of what happens, you know. And uh, I because I do think that they are concerned about what might happen uh, in that primary. Uh, and then Michigan, of course, in and of itself michigan um could also be very very um uh very uh, uh significant in the actual presidential election so joe biden is going to have to um, uh you know um, you know i think you know basically take a stand and at that point that's where the leadership really comes out my friends right that's where the leadership really comes out you know he's he's got to stand up you know one would think and say, even if he's a Democrat president, he's he should stand up and say, you know what, this is the right thing to do. Vote for me, don't vote for me, but this is the right thing that, to do. And this is why America continues to support its greatest ally in the Middle East. And I think we have a quote here, I think it's Katie Pavlich, I think we have that and uh, let's see, I, I think we, we have that coming up here in just a moment uh, where she's talking about these different groups there. And I think we have that right here. Yeah, let's listen in, Katie Pavlich on uh, talking with Brett Baer on, uh, I think a probably special report. Let's listen in.
24: Trump, the first uh, is that he's trying to pull off voters in the
19: union sector, the rank and file voters, not necessarily the leadership on things like electric vehicles and the labor unions trying to pull those votes. In terms of the voters we're talking about here who Joe Biden may have a problem with in Michigan, we need to be honest about what they're just speaking of. We're not talking about Muslim American voters. We're talking about people and voters who have openly said that October 7th was justified in speeches in Michigan. And if those are the kind of voters that Joe Biden needs to win the state, then they're going to have to explain why they're going after those voters and politics gets ugly about I would, it. Yeah,
0: that's right. So that's a very, very good quote there from Katie Pavlich. Um, yeah, they'd have to explain that and they'd have to try to show why, you know, now, now we're going to try to kowtow to people who do believe October 7th was the right thing to do. And that's, uh, and I just appreciate her quote so very much. It is the wrong road to go down, but the Democrats might have to start getting kind of desperate about that. And. Unfortunately, you know, you see, and, and some could say, well, you know, they got to have a big tent, you know, and this kind of thing. I, I, you know, heard this expression once. I forget who said it, but I'd want to give credit where credit is due. But really, when it comes to something like that, then the response to it is that there's no tent big enough uh, to encompass this, uh, this, uh, this, this kind of feeling and um, i don't think that that's you know that that's not trying to you know well we just you know we're going to censor what you're saying and those kind of that's that's a whole different deal that's not in, involved in this this is taking a stand for doing the right thing or to support the right uh the right side and you know, if Joe Biden can't do that, and if he, you know, again, has to explain why this is happening, well, then uh, that's going to be their problem, and they can they can go deal with that over there. Uh, but at any rate, folks, again, welcome to the program. As uh, we've been moving through, our number four right here, 949-822-7959 is the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this morning. And uh, you can also head over to my home website, kylewarnshow.com, if you'd like to send us a direct message this morning you can do that anytime day or night you know we get them throughout the day too which is kind of cool uh and so we can kind of see uh if uh, we'd like to respond to to that or sometimes it's a song request and we always love to honor those as well all right former president donald trump's son this coming from the daily caller donald trump jr had an unexpected surprise on monday after he sent a letter containing white powder and a note with a death threat causing a hazmat unit and firefighters to arrive at his Florida home. It's just become a little bit too commonplace that this sort of stuff happens, Donald Trump Jr. told the Daily Caller. Clearly, if this happened to a prominent, and this is key, this is really key, clearly if this happened to a prominent Democrat, it wouldn't be tolerated, and it would drive the news coverage for weeks. The media would blame all Republicans and force them to answer for it. But since it's me, meaning Donald Trump Jr., radical haters in the left will largely get a free pass and the media will barely flinch. Right. Well, that's yeah, it sounds it sounds about right. I mean, these things are very serious. uh, If Something like that were to occur and you wouldn't want to take any chances, obviously. But, you know, again, for some reason. It's okay to go after the Trumps. It's just fine. It's just that's just, you know, now just par for the course. If you're a Trump, well, guess what? You know, you're just you're just now, you know, uh, in that zone, I guess, whereas normally this would be unthinkable and uh, and it extends outward too hey if you're Donald Trump guess what yeah we'll just trump up no pun intended charges against you we'll um, prosecute something that's never you know prosecuted and we'll then give you this enormous fine that we're pretty sure you can't pay and then we'll try to end up seizing your property but that's okay that's all right you know why all together now folks you know the answer to that because we're protecting democracy. <laughs> right stay right there final segment of the morning coming up we're coming right back
25: and many other hard-working people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877 996 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com.
16: Kyle Warren. I needed the shelter of someone's arms.
0: So This is the kind of stuff where you, you just kind of, you know, let it play a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Uh, welcome back. It is Tuesday morning. If you're just uh, waking up, if you're just getting started, welcome. Uh, it's going to be a great day. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to tell you it's going to be a great day already. Um, so, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you now have been, you now have been told it is going to be a great day. So I do hope that uh, you do have some great plans today and that things go well. And, uh, by the way, folks, of course, said 949 7959 is the number if you, uh, like to be part of the program here this morning. And, uh, one of the things though, and this on a very, very serious note, um, the Biden White House, this is from Fox News, Biden White House responds to the Lake and Riley murder on the uh, on the UGA campus. Um, you want to hear this statement, folks. This is um, well, it's pretty infuriating. OK, uh, this I think the only way we can really say it, um, although generally speaking, it is um, uh, uh, solemn in, in that sense. But but I think people are looking for more from this administration or any presidential administration when something like this has occurred. So, again, from the article, the White House on Monday shared a statement regarding the murder of Augusta University student Lakin Riley on the University of Georgia campus in Athens. Quote, We would like to extend our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of Lakin Hope Riley, White House spokesman told Fox News Digital. People should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law if they are found to be guilty. Given this is an active case, we would refer you to state law enforcement and ICE. So there's so much going on there. First of all, there are the standard issue platitudes, deepest condolences, um, and then, of course, held accountable and to the fullest extent of the law. And, of course, they say if, if they're found to be guilty, uh, then going on to say and then, of course, which is now which is completely standard practice from this White House. I'm surprised I, I, it, it doesn't say here. I don't think this was Corinne Jean-Pierre, but Karine Jean-Pierre is nothing if she's not good at referring questions. I refer refer you to state, I refer you to the FBI, I refer you to DHS, I refer you to, you know, whatever. No matter what, it's always always referred out something somewhere else. Now, this statement sounds just, again, pretty generic. What what are people, what are they hoping to find? What are they hoping to hear? This guy should have never been in the country in the first place. Uh, He, you know, he was... Uh, arrested for uh, something else, uh, endangering a child, as, as I recall too. Um, and he was let go. You know, uh, he was in another, if I recall correctly, he was in another uh, detention facility, I think in Texas, but he was released out of there because there's a space problem. And it just goes on. And it's completely unacceptable. And, yes, he should be held accountable. But this statement reads as though this just happened in the big world. You know, it was one of those things. And it doesn't address at all the idea that the person was here illegally. This is a big deal, right? This is a huge component of this story. It's a huge component of this event. And this young woman is is gone. She's not going to be able to live her life. She's not going to be able to realize hope and happiness and the American dream and you know it's 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 very sad. And here you have again the administration they they've got to be they see they they've always got to be careful with how they're going to approach something like this. Because why? Because it's an election season and because They, for some reason, still believe that they've got to, you know, maintain that constituency somehow. Again, leadership doesn't rely on that. How is it possible that you have so many in this administration who can just say, well, it happens. It it happens. It's just what happened. And yet. This person is dead. Other lives have been absolutely devastated as as a result of this. So, yes, elections do matter. Yeah, we'll we'll agree with Obama on that one. Uh, Elections do matter. Because if we were able to just enforce the law, maybe it would just save lives, untold, that we don't even know. But we know about this, don't we? We sure we surely do. All right, well, folks. In the time we have left here, let's uh, listen in Uh, again. Joe Biden. They're very concerned about um, uh, the uh, uh, groups in Michigan where they could have some real problems. I think they're very concerned with the young people. This is why the Biden campaign is on TikTok. You know, know, yes, federal government. We we get out on TikTok on our defense things or government things, and nope, 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 no way. Unless you're the Biden campaign, in which case we're well, we're trying to reach young people. We're trying to reach them, and <laughs> this is the way to do it. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? But let's listen in. This um, um, <laughs> comes from CNN, I believe. Yeah, comes from CNN. Uh, but uh, you've got uh, um, you've got uh, David Axelrod uh, talking about. Also, Biden's issues with the African-American community. They start off with a quote from Donald Trump talking about his mugshot. Let's listen in.
17: We've all seen the mugshot. And you know who embraced it more than anybody else? The black population. And that's just a portion of what he said. He was talking about
19: his legal troubles, the the mugshot. Regardless of if that was scripted or was a Trump off the cuff, and regardless of how it was received, this fits with his attempt to try to appeal to black men, Mm -hmm.
21: specifically, Should this be a legitimate concern for the Biden campaign looking at it?
4: I think it should. Look,
10: he's polling, uh, you know, 20, 21 percent among uh, African-American voters here. Biden uh, got 88 percent of that vote uh, back in 2020. And this is going to be a marginal race. So uh, this is a concern. And yes, uh, black men and particularly younger black men are the ones that are drifting away. Some may vote for Trump. Some may not vote at all. And uh, this, this has to be a concern. Uh, for the Biden campaign. Uh, Trump Knows that. And, and I, by the way, I think it may impact on his vice presidential uh, choice. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about Tim Scott as a yeah. vice presidential candidate. I think if he picks Tim Scott, it's partly because he recognizes this would be helpful in kind of sealing in uh, that portion of the African-American vote that he now has.
0: OK, so, so now what are we hearing in there? What are we, what, we're, we're hearing that there are alarm bells going off Uh, In the Biden campaign and in those who are trying to analyze uh, the Biden campaign and what they're doing, it also means that there's a lot of things out there falling apart for Joe Biden and the Democrats. And this is a far cry, far cry from what uh, Joe Biden said back in 2020 with Charlemagne the God. In his words, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. My goodness gracious. I mean, does that sound like, a, you know, if, if a Republican had said that, you know what, what people would say? They'd say that sounds like totally racist. That's, I mean, you, you are absolutely, uh, you know, uh, just a race baiting here. I mean, this is terrible. But Joe Biden can say it. He's just Uncle Joe. It's no big deal. Right. Um, as far as that's concerned, because because he is Uncle Joe. And, of course, he's gotten progressively worse since then. But this tells me what Axelrod's talking about. He's not a fantastical individual, uh, in, in my opinion. Uh, I think, and you know, even the look on his face, he's kind of like, well, yeah, Trump. Trump's actually going to he's going to pull this off. You know, he's, you know, people are gravitating towards him. People can relate to him. That's also the other problem that they can't understand. They cannot solve this problem about Donald Trump. Far left and the Democrat Party elite and the election advisors and all that they cannot solve the problem that trump is relatable that people see trump as an everyman they see trump as somebody who you know when he's you know taking all this flack and taking all these attacks and legal things and whatnot they see that as hey that could happen to me or they're doing that because he's more like me right joe biden does he re- really relate to people no he tells them what you know he tells them about their racial makeup based on their voting it, all right well folks it's been a great show thanks for listening kyle warren with you we'll see you tomorrow morning bright and early go out there make it a great day
10: february is heart month and every year Extendivite has a sale This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay, join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1 877 928 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with
16: Extend